What's up, guys? Welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike, and today's idea is with the Terrifier 2 trailer coming out, to take every movie review we've ever done involving clowns and put it all on one big fat fucker of a podcast for you guys to take in your mouths. Now, don't get creeped out by the sounds that you hear in the back. I'm not delivering this podcast from a Chuck E. Cheese. My uh, four-year-old is watching Anna and Elsa videos on the TV on YouTube. It's this creepy little doll thing where they take these dolls from the movies Frozen and they play with them. But they can't call them Anna and Elsa. They have to call them Anya and Elsa. I don't know. It creeps me the fuck out personally. But she loves it. So what am I going to do? Anyways, uh, so here's what we got in this show. We got Terrifier, the movie review that we did. Uh, We've got the movie review for It. We've got the spoiler review we did for It. With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. We've got IT Chapter 2 review. We've got Eli Ross Clown movie review. We've got the Killer Clowns from Outer Space review. And, of course, the Terrifier review. Uh, All in this one thing. So this is years of accumulation. The original IT movie review is in here as well. So the sound's probably, the quality's probably going to dip when it gets to that one. Because that was on our old camera that didn't even have a fucking microphone jack. But this is 10 years worth of uh, clown movie reviews that we've done here on the channel. I just thought, fuck it, with it being Friday and the Art the Clown uh, trailer, Terrifier 2 trailer coming out today. Which we'll be saving it for a trailer action. I haven't got to see it yet. But I figured with that going on, that'd be fun to uh, make a big fat fucking clown podcast. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this. And again, you'll hear the intros come back. You'll hear the sound go up and down uh, as it goes from video to video over the years. But I think it's kind of cool. And uh, I hope you guys have an amazing Friday and an amazing weekend. I love you very, very much. And for those of you in the top two tiers of the Patreon, be ready for a party tomorrow night, Saturday night, 9 p.m. Uh, for the Patreon-only podcast. There's not going to be a Friday Night Fights tonight, and I'm sorry about that. I had something planned that I, that I couldn't get out of. But it'll be back next week and raging like Michael's boner. Um, we'll make sure we do a really cool one next week to make up for it. And the last thing I want to say is please make sure you guys are checking out WeWatchTheMovie.com because we've got doing a fuck ton of work on that website right now. Uh, really trying to get it out there as a news site and really trying to pump it up so that we can get all your Wham! stuff in one place, be it podcast videos, written stuff. Really want to uh, push this fucking thing as far as we can and the, the website's going to be an essential part of that so you can get movie news articles you can get movie reviews that you don't get on the on the thing we'll just watch the movie with Josh Hartnett in there last night I'm going to Yosemite um, going to Yosemite comb your hair uh, new Josh Hartnett movie that just came out last night called Most Wanted and it's again it's a political thriller it's not a horror movie it's a political thriller slash crime film but it's absolutely balls deep amazing like it shocked the shit out of me super awesome movie so there's a review for that on the website there's a review for the movie, movie Ghosts of War. There's a, a, a big article about predicting what Michael Myers' mask is going to look like. 
and the new Halloween Kills. We just had a Halloween Kills update go on the site today. So definitely go to WeWatchMovie.com and check that stuff out while you're trying to get through the rest of your Friday. Uh, you can listen to this with your ears and watch that with your eyes, and you can touch me with your hands if you like. And your bunks late at night. I'll shut the fuck up. Let's get to some weird clown stuff. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Love your fucking faces. I wrote that for you. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike, he's Jay, and this is a fucked up movie about clowns. This movie is, uh... Hot. Yes, it's dark. Uh, I didn't know what to expect when expecting. Uh, but <laughs> I'll tell you what, Mike was like, we, we're going to watch Terrifier and uh, Return of the Living Dead this week. And I was like, that's cool. And I, I put on Terrifier at the wrong time. I put it on at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And God damn it, was I fucking mad. I got Jesus. actually, I physically got mad. And I was, I was going to send you a message like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. I actually almost texted you to be like, hey, you might not want to watch this with your new girlfriend. Thank God. Because she'll think you're a fucking weirdo. I know, and I felt like a weirdo after watching it. There's one specific scene <laughs> that gets done in the garbage. But! Memorize it, take a picture of a motherfucker, write a book, I don't give a fuck! This guy does some... You <laughs> sound like Scatman. That guy was an amazing actor. <laughs> or an amazing singer. Uh, no, there's one specific scene that while it's going on, and I'm watching it, yeah. I, I, I felt like uh, Robocop, this part, I was like, I'm having trouble. Because <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't even watch. I was looking. I was like, "Oh God, oh God!" Like, uh, I, I was like, "Stop! Seriously, stop. just stop!" This guy is a bad motherfucker from the penis to the wallet. Like he doesn't give a shit about doing the nasty, no. and it does. And and speaking of which, does this movie say something? No. No. It says absolutely such. <laughs> it said, "If I catch your ass, I'm gonna saw you in half." And I'm going to show you everything. It's, everything. It's actually produced by Dread Central, the horror website, amazing website. <laughs> it's like Trump, the best website. Huge. Uh, it's a great website. Dread Central produced this movie, but I didn't know this. I haven't seen the movie, but uh, Hallow's Eve. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an anthology. Yeah, yeah, Art the Clown is based on that. But he is fucking scary. Even if you're not scared of clowns, if you're not like one of those people who are scared of fucking clowns. You'd be scared of this guy. He's still fucking scary. Well, there's one specific scene when, when they're going to eat pizza and he comes into the pizza parlor and sits across from him and just stares at him. He's like, and he Ugh. starts going, Ugh. He's like, <laughs> and then he starts doing, uh, and then he goes, he starts doing weird, like, mime shit, and the thing about it is, I'm thinking when I'm watching it, it's scary, yes, but I'm also thinking, like, that is the face of every dude that when they get drunk, the face they make when they're trying to pick up a girl. They think they're being really suave, but they're not. When you're smiling, you think that you're looking like Tom Cruise. Your teeth are full of blood. You're like, oh. And no, because you have wine or something. You're like, and that's how you look. You scare girls. But yeah, he was. He was just like, there's something about the the atmosphere that guy brings when he walks in the room with that makeup on and just the way. It's disturbing, and it really it, it does a really good job of giving you an unsettling feeling when he's just sitting there. Yeah, like you don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. There's one scene where the dumb girls, well, she's not dumb, but the, uh, her friend is. Her friend is an asshole that wants to go sit on his lap and make a selfie with him. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing, Dawn? Yeah, fuck you, Dawn. I know you slept my Why boyfriend. Why her name Dawn? Because she was Dawn. Oh, shit. I've never met a girl named Dawn before. I know a girl named Best Dawn. Best chicks with dicks, man. Ajax, you got a problem. Where's Francis? He carries around. A 
a bag full of trash, which is probably actually weapons. It is. And he, he likes to kill people. <laughs> he likes to kill the shit out of people. And he's fucking grade A nasty. In a brutal, he's brutal way. Nasty. Nasty. And, 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 nasty. and that's what he does. There's these two girls. One of them looks just like Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm. Just fucking like Nev Campbell. I see it. And uh, she dresses all hot and sexy because it's Halloween. And she goes out with her friend who's all like, ha I like to fuck guys. The clown just sees her there, and it's like, I fucking like you, so I'm going to follow you around everywhere. And then the clown just basically goes on a killing spree in this warehouse, and we'll leave it at that until the spoiler. So, yeah, all he does is he terrorizes three girls. He kills people. Yeah, and and he does, and he does it in a brutal, brutal, brutal way. Fuck! And it never stops. It never lets up off the gas, as far as, like, you think, like, they can't show this. No. And then they start doing like, they can't show this! <laughs> like, you get mad, then you're like, bull fucking shit. You better not! You better not! I was like, oh, he fucking did it! He fucking pissed in the corner again! <laughs> but yeah, and it keeps... Oh my god, dude. I'm telling you what. <clears throat> that was probably one of the... God damn! See, uh, the, we'll get to talking that. about split Splits, split Splits, she won the Olympics. She's probably going to have to go for the bronze because oh she God. might not stand around. <laughs> yeah, Kanye. Uh, but yeah, it was it was brutal, man. And uh, again, this movie literally has nothing to say. Uh, we talked about this in The Strangers, the first one. Nothing to say except to be as fucking vicious and you're home. as you can. On VOD. And yeah, he has no reason. Because you're home. He has no reason to do what he's doing yeah. except the fact that he gets off on it. It's all very low budget, but done really well. Yeah, like, well, yeah, that's the best part. The first half of the movie, A, you're going to be really impressed with how this movie doesn't give a shit. It's going to it's gonna fucking go there. Yeah. Like, it is it going to there. go there, and it does. It's going to do some gnarly shit, and it's going to throw you off, and you're going to be really impressed with the level of gore that they go to. Because, you know, like, in a movie you see someone get shot in the head, yeah. but then if you're sick as fuck... You thinking? What if he shot him in the head seventeen times? This movie shoots him in the head seventeen times, and, and it shows, shows yeah. the na- it gets really deep up inside of it. Now I will say the first half of the movie is a lot better than the second half of the movie because at first the- you're introduced to this clown, and when his face is clean and not covered in blood, and yeah. he's not like completely lost his shit, when the clown has a little bit of a shit together and he's like really fucking with people, he's a lot more scary. Like, after the second half of the film takes off and he just goes straight up Texas Chainsaw Master Leatherface. I like that, though. I, I kind of like that, like, even better. Because I, it, it, it starts off on a normal kind of slasher feel and then it goes fucking vicious as fuck to hostile level. And, I mean, because it, it felt to me like they were explaining that Art, the clown, gets off on this and he gets more and more pumped up as it goes on. He gets more creative with his skills in a way. Yeah. And that fucked with me even more. Like, the beginning was scary, but the, when, the, when the second part hits... It's like fucking tidal wave up your butt. I, I thought I thought it was way scarier when he's leading up to the kill. Like like there's certain points like if he has someone tied to a chair, he'll pick up a, a weapon and like fake it. Like, I like what happened? What happened, dog? I think I know. I was I made fun of him a little bit though. I mean, I'm not to take anything away from the movie because all the actors did well, and and the guy that played Art the Clown did a fucking yeah. amazing. You know, I, I don't put it on the Brother, you scary. But it's still good. I mean, and as far as, like, it, it, like showing fear and, or creating fear amongst the audience, he does a great job. And it, it is scary. It's freaky. But I just laughed when there's one part where he's walking around the car trying to find her, and she's ducked down on one side of it, and he goes, eh. <laughs> Like, it just reminds I don't know why. It just made because I could just hear. He doesn't make a sound either, by the way. Even when he gets fucked up a bit, to his credit, he goes a quiet place and never makes a sound. I don't know how that's humanly possible, but he doesn't. I mean, he gets stabbed in the back. That's fucking weird. Yeah, he get, he's all jacked up on that Mountain Dew. So, uh, yeah, the uh, overall, the film, I'm going to give it... Um, and you know what? It's a, it's a gory graphic fucking movie, and it really is... It doesn't say anything, like, at all. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to it, specifically why he's doing what he's doing. I'm going to give it an 8. 
Yeah. I'm gonna give it a strong seven. If anybody else did a low budget clown movie, it would probably be, you know, like it probably would not even touch this. Yeah. But there was something special about this movie that is just really just and, fucking yeah. Yeah. It's the atmosphere, it's the camera angles, it's the actors, it's the lighting. Everything just works in its favor to make it unique and different as far as a, uh, a, a clown slasher movie. There was somebody I, I read on an IMDb message board when I was trying to look up the plot synopsis because I wanted <laughs> to find out what happened next because I was scared. And I didn't want to... I, I, Look, guys, I had just eaten spaghetti, okay? I had just eaten spaghetti. Vomit on a sweater and, and already. It was, it was coming up quick. I was looking that up, and, and I, I came across a message board with IMDb, and someone was asking... Wait, you paused the movie to look up all this shit? I was watching the movie while... Fucking Nancy. I was watching... While the movie was going on, you pink bitch. So you weren't so, paying attention? Yeah, I was. I was. I can't fucking not pay attention. I have two wonder eyes split. But I have this eye, it looks... But anyway, so on the message board, the guy said, um... As a low-budget horror movie, I liked it a lot. However, the dialogue sucked ass. Dialogue was bad. Yeah, but the guy said, to be honest, and, and the response to this dude, and I, I gotta agree with him, he was like, yeah, but you know, because it was done on a low budget, the dialogue can, it's forgiven for being bad. Sure. Because he was like, look at Halloween. But it doesn't cost nothing to make good words. But look at, no, he was like, he quoted, <laughs> he used Halloween 78, that that movie is considered one of the greatest slashers of all time. Maybe the greatest slasher of all time, and it had shitty dialogue. If you I really call it shit. Well, dialogue. it's not as, like, it's not magical. It's not getting fucking crazy. No, no, but it's not, he was saying it's not magical. It's not, you know, I mean, we all remember because we're fans of Halloween. Like, totally. 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 I didn't know you liked to think about guys like that, Lori. Overall, but I'm still giving it an 8, so... Yeah. I mean, do what you want to do, yeah. man. Comment down below with your all thoughts. Cut that you make your fucking faces if you're new to the channel. Click that subscribe button and get some of my sick... God damn it! Wait. God damn it. Why you all got to sew vagina in half? Pee, man. Why you got to sew that in half? We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. We watched a movie. We watched a movie. Uh -huh. We watched a movie. The part two or whatever? Yeah, the 2008 one when they rebooted it right before they did the new 52. Oh, it's on! Yeah! It's fucking on! Why are you here? Because you want some entertainment. Hey guys, welcome <laughs> back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike, he's Jay. This is a for Clown because A, it's on Netflix and you can watch it right now, Steven, and B, because fucking it's coming out, so... And C, why not? Gotta get some clown in you. So, sounds weird. clown. Let's just read what they say here on IMDb. A loving father finds a clown suit for his son's birthday party only to realize that it's cursed. What?! That sums it up. I could get addicted! First off, I wanna know what kind of child you have that fucking likes clowns. Fucking weirdo. That's the first thing I thought when I watched oh. this, dude, because they show the kid and he's like watching his clown shows and he's like, I can't wait for the clown to show up and it's like, who the fuck likes clowns? I don't know, I would be like, why don't you like Batman or some shit? I'd say, Barbara, we're taking our son to fucking therapy. <laughs> There's no way that happens. Daddy needs to make some funny. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's it. The, the premise of this is very simple. Like again, you know, I, I, they their birthday party at the very beginning of the movie. A birthday party is happening for their seven-year-old son, obsessed with clowns for whatever the fuck reason. I don't know. Did daddy and mommy touch him when he was younger? We don't know. It's fucking weird. Not. Why do you do that? Why do you like clowns? And they double book a clown. Uh, okay, so the clowns, <laughs> gonna, the clowns not going to show up for his uh, for his birthday party. 
So the wife calls the dad, who's a real estate agent, and he's at this house he's trying to sell, and she's like, well, what are we going to do? He's not going to show up. I mean, instead of being a normal dad, he'd be like, I don't know, fucking make something up. I mean, get a donkey. <laughs> but uh, he's like, well, I'll figure something out. Wait a minute. And he, he goes, he ruffles through all these old clothes and stuff from this estate sale. He finds a fucking mysterious box by itself, a trunk, with this great costume inside, and guess what you think? I'm going to wear that piece of shit. Why would you think that? But you do it anyway. And it's a clown costume, and he comes and he saves the day. He becomes Dumbo, the clown, and he like has a great time at his kid's birthday party. His kid thinks he's a hero. Little does he know, he can't get that fucker off, and it starts sticking to him. And uh, from there, it's demonic possession and all this stuff. Now, the premise of it sounds weird as hell, but it's actually pretty damn good. It's, it's shot pretty well, because it feels like an early 90s kind of cheesiness, but it's yeah. got like a coolness to it. I don't yeah. know. It, well, I... Watching it, I didn't. Uh, I saw the trailers and stuff for it way long ago, but mm -hmm. this movie went into development hell. It didn't come out for years. Eli Roth produced it, but what, when I'm watching it, I forgot what the story was supposed to be. So I'm, I'm expecting someone to show up and like kill his family, and then yep. he goes crazy and decides to become like, a clown, a clown killer. I guess. You know, but it's called the Joker. Because at one point he's sitting there and the party's over with. And Joker, <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting on it. He goes to put his kid to sleep or whatever, and he's still wearing the clown makeup. And I, I'm thinking already at this point, I'm like, dude, take that shit off. Mm. Who sits around their fucking house? Because we do these Michael Myers videos, and I, I have to wear that, that mask. And, dude, my face smells like rubber all day. I can't wait to take that shit off. And it smells like sweat and dead people. I feel like that when I play Loomis. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so he, he doesn't take it off. And then there's an extra creepy factor to the movie because as it goes on he can't get it off like the nose he's pulling on that it the suit won't come off his skin his hair the wig won't come off and that alone adds a creepy fucking feel to it it feels like a very suffocating thing like, it's I started to freak out yeah, like, when he even, like, I got some anxiety when he's like I gotta pee and he can't take the suit off like, oh, that's man. like you imagine that Like they didn't put a zipper on the back so you just gotta pee yourself Like yeah. I guess you're gonna have to take a dump in your pants because yeah. he can't get it off now I don't want to give any spoilers away because this is still a relatively new movie to Netflix so I don't want to give any. I don't want to give too much away about what happened. Then we fucking won't, Jay. Uh, but I will say that as it develops and you start finding out more and more of the history of that about that suit and what you know why it's doing what it's doing uh, from the guy. I don't know his name. Um, Peter Stormare. Yeah, Stormare. He's one of those guys that just pops up randomly in, in, in a horror movie. I like that guy. <laughs> he's he's like always awesome. he's always like a drunk Russian that always has a secret. Yeah. And like, but I always remember him from Armageddon when he was like the drunk Russian on the space. And he's like, no, I'm never just seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like that. But he comes in and he explains the situation. He explains what's going on. And only he can help. And only he knows what's you know how to fucking stop this thing. Um, that that part was cool, and I do like that whole element, that backstory. The only problem that I have with this movie is it goes from zero to a hundred immediately. It goes from suck to blow. I know it doesn't really give you a moment to get your breath. I mean, and that's a cool thing sometimes, but you don't really get a development of these characters. They're just there. I mean, they don't have like the backstories between uh, the father Andy Powers or Kent and his wife Meg, and the father. You know, they all have this kind of weird thing going on. You don't know what that's about. Like, why does her fucking dad hate her? I, mean, I hate him. I don't know. I mean. Because he just fucking hates him. I was like, I put the swing sets together. He's like, you know that Greg was going to do that, Dad. That's too fucking bad. Who's I trying to anyway, help, man. Barbara? Yeah, it's just normal shit. But at, at one point, you get that, like you said, you get a cool backstory for the villain, which is cool. I like when they do that yeah. in horror movies, even though They call them coins. <laughs> coins. You get a crazy-ass backstory where only, Peter's, only crazy fucking Russian <clears throat> Peter Stormare can help him. But he seems crazy as shit, too. So eventually, the suit starts to take hold of him, and, and he becomes like this demonic clown who wants to fucking eat children. Now, I want to say something about that. Uh, he had the Ronald McDonald Happy Meal value big time. 
But now what he wanted on the menu was not the Big Mac. He wanted the kids' meal. The fucking children! <laughs> he wanted the fucking children! That shit will fuck you up for life! He, that's what he does, basically. You know, and this isn't giving anything away. Basically what you find is that the coin... The coin. The coin was like an entity that lived a long time ago in like um, the Viking era and it lived in the mountains and that's why its face was white because of the snow and shit and then it had a red nose because of the uh, bree- or the uh, frostbite frostbite sometimes and it lured it lured, it lured children into a cave and ate them I mean that's yeah. five children for each season of the, of the or each month of the season winter or something like, something like that but it was that part was done pretty well I thought and the thing about the demonic when he comes full on demon it's actually he looks badass like I'm not gonna like that shit looked good I mean I, I was like damn it really fucking good man like that, that shit was actually scary yeah. as hell and, and like I don't understand why the movie's rated so low it's like a 5.7 on IMDb probably because of what we just said that the backstories and stuff yeah it's not I, I really guess, but like you said man when he when it becomes full on it's really scary like it scared the shit out of me I don't and, like clowns the only thing that I, that I think maybe turns people off to this movie and what maybe I don't like about it either is they aren't scared like when it comes to the kid shit like they fucking kill kids they fucking yeah I Children is a real. You thing. actually see them die. Yeah, and you see you don't see them eating eat them or whatever, but you see like the aftermath. <laughs> it reminds me of Jingle All the Way when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes in that ball pit and he's like, "Just give me the damn trouble, man!" Because the clown goes to like a Chuck E. Cheese's. He actually goes to a Chuck E. Cheese's, which I can't believe they got away with that. And he's in the clown pit and he's trying to he's find like pulling him down. down. He's trying to. Oh, find- <laughs> I made the funny. I made funny. He's trying to find fucking kids to eat, and it's fucking gnarly, man. Like it is hardcore. Well, then when he even like he when his voice changed to demonic, he's like, "Bring me another child." <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, "Bring me a child so that I might live again." That's what happens when your when your significant other tries to wake you up for work. On the yeah, plane. but he got like this thing. He's like, uh, "I'll get you next time. Catch it next time." He's like, "I was like, wow, sir, wow, sir, wow, sir, we're gonna get divorced." You can have my son here, but uh, yeah, that, that that yeah, they do a really good job with the effects on that. I think it's so lowly rated because it's just so mean. I mean, it's fucking. It's it a, is a mean movie. It's a movie that does it doesn't pull the punches. <laughs> it's, very, it's fucking mean as shit. But as far as I mean, if you wanted a, a clown serial killer movie, maybe it's not that all the way. But it's the, close to the it. demonic clown elements yeah. are fucking scary. It's a gnarly movie. It's willing to do anything. The mom does some shit. Sometimes she she does some stuff, and I'm like, you're. Fucking bitch! The, the the mom is like she's standard fare to me. I mean, she she doesn't really do anything that you would think that a normal housewife would do. Maybe just fucking move away and get a goddamn protection order yeah, against all her. All her decisions husband. are stupid. But as then fuck. again, she does love her husband. But when she sees him looking like shit, and she's still like, "I'll lock you in the basement." <laughs> but are you fucking kidding? We'll do that thing for Shaun of the Dead. We'll play video games from time to yeah. time. Like just she, her everything. She's really the main problem with the movie now. That I think about it. All of her decisions and what she does to try to shield her son from his dad while he's fucking eating children. It's so stupid. I think like, she's just poorly written. Yeah, and th- that's 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 a huge. But when, when I go back, when I harken back to the '90s film, because there is there's a lot of it, it just feels like an early '90s film that was done well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you know he he's been trying to get the suit off forever, and he goes in and he's like grabbing his wife, he's like, "We're gonna call the police." This guy just done, nearly decapitated me, and he's like, you know, all this stuff. And he looks over, and his brother-in-law, I don't know who the fuck they are. Like, see, they don't even tell who they are. Yeah. They're sitting on the couch with with uh, his father-in-law, and he's like, "What the fuck is that?" And just it was corny as hell, but it, it made sense. And then he's like, "Don't worry about it." He's like, "There's a guy in the car. I gotta take him to the police station and stuff like that." 
And one guy grabs like the brother-in-law, I'm assuming, grabs his. He's like, just take it off. And he grabs his fucking arm and he breaks it. You fucking see his bones come through. He's like, oh my god, Greg, I'm sorry. Like, that part was just funny to me. It reminded me of the weatherman when he smacks that guy in the face with the gloves. But yeah, no, there's there's some there's some character flaws hardcore in the movie. But apart from that, it's a good Dude, fucking gonna, scary gonna, clown movie, man. To be honest, I'm gonna go with seven five with this. I I enjoyed it. Stop. A lot. Me. That's what I was gonna go with. I like Seven Five, dude. It's yeah. a solid ass movie. And if you guys like those early '90s kind of feel movies or those movies that have a great uh, backstory, sort of for the main villain, and has a good payoff at the end, I would say go with this because it's got all those elements in it. Yeah. And uh, that is on Netflix. You know, you can access that. Come on, everybody's got like eight bucks a month. Come on, come on, go have fun with it. I, I can't believe that this got went into such development hell. The studio buried it. They didn't want anything to do with it. And I think maybe it was because the kid killing and shit like that. Like oh. if 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 you're Easily offended. Yeah, it, it may be a hard movie to watch, but it's a fucking horror movie in every sense of the word. And I just, I think that this movie, if it had been released wide, it would have done well. I think so. And you'd know what the fuck we're talking about if you don't. So I'd say watch it, check it out if you're into some I mean, dark fucks like they shit. released the Gallows for wide release. That blue. Oh my god. And they were like, the best horror movie since Jason. No. God, fuck that fucking movie in its face. So go watch, face. go watch Cloyne. Coin, coin, the coins, and Peter Stormare. So fuck it, yeah. Comment down below. Have you guys seen this? What is your fucking aside from Pennywise? What's the scariest clown moment, real life or movie wise, for you in your entire fucking life? Um, I've never. Had I mean, movie. I think clowns yeah, are just fucking scary. I, I, yeah, general. clowns are scary. Me, I think that I think the scariest clown moment of my life is when I drove by McDonald's one day and they had an actual statue of Ronald McDonald sitting on a bench and he was no, always he, happy. That's there, and he's like doing this. That's at our local McDonald's. I know, but he's he's doing this. He's like. And then you sit next to him, and you're like, I don't like it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I never like sat it. next to him, but our, I local, did. our local McDonald's does have a raw McDonald's sitting on the bench. It's it weird. just feels rapey. It's it very strange. Comment down below. We love your fucking faces. And if you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some goddamn wham up in you. We do a lot of horror shit here. So if you like this, and you like horror, and you like clowns, and you like beer, and you like having a good time, Steve. Who doesn't? Just come back. Come on back. <laughs> Don't leave us in the dark. <laughs> With the Don't clients. leave us in the dark. With the clients. Impossible. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. Halloween Horror Month continues. We'll give you a stick, you give it a lick, and it'll tickle all the way down. Oh my god, I'm hard. Oh. Shit. It already happened. What happened? So, killer clowns from outer space. I remember watching when I was a kid, and I was always thinking, like, God damn, those cotton candy balls look fucking good as shit. And <laughs> you find out that they're like, you're like, God damn, it's got DNA in it. Like, it's got blood and shit. The, the it's just, it's so weird. The whole fucking movie is weird. Like, so these clowns literally are from outer space. They're aliens. They land with a fucking teepee hut that looks like a circus, uh, or circus uh, tent. And uh, their whole goal is to, I guess, make people cotton candies to digest them later on and then move away from the planet. I, that's what I'm assuming. You don't really get much from that. Little Debbie, which is the main girl in it, and her boyfriend that looks like an actor from the mid-90s uh, Zima commercials. It's <laughs> fun, though. And then he, they run and they find the, they find the, 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 the outer, you know, the, the uh, tent and they run into the clowns. These clowns, by the way, look like goddamn third shift workers at every circus that you know without a, on a 12-hour shift without a break. Like, if White Castle was ran by a clown company, yeah. that would be the people serving. They're just fucking weird. Like, I don't know. And, like, their whole, again, their whole thing is conquest, I guess. I don't know. But I, I gotta say, man, like, again, it's just the wackiest fucking movie that you've seen. This is one of the first horror movies I ever saw as a kid. 
and, and and I remember there was so much nostalgia watching this again that I remember watching this as a kid, and I used to find it not scary at all. Yeah. Uh, the only scene I actually found that was actually really scary, even as a kid, was the shadow puppet scene. Because everybody, yeah, when they're kids, you yeah. play shadow puppets, and there's this one scene where the clown's like fucking around and he's doing shadow puppets, but then it turns into a fucking T Rex and eats them. But the shadow actually eats the people. That, that, that guy's got shadow puppet skill. Oh, dude, I, when, rewatching this, all I got was I got the feels that I got from rewatching uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. Remember yeah. when they're in the toy shop and they're fighting, and the one dude's like, dun, 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 and, Donatello? And he's pretending to be the, the bouncy yeah. house thing. Hey. That's kind of like the whole, the whole feel of this entire movie. It's so fun. And out there and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a good time, dude. One of the best things that I remember uh, from the movie, and I forgot until I watched it again recently, was the fucking song is badass. Like, oh, that, yeah. bam, 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 bam. <laughs> it's like this. It's like throw some rotten pies at your face, you will cry till you die. It's rotten like someone got pies. John Carpenter in the 80s drunk, yeah. or, or high, and had him make a, a, a movie about killer clowns that are attacking from outer space. And it's so, it, it has like a fucking genre feel to it, but it's also so fun and wacky. It's just, it's a great fucking movie. When man. I say melty pies, like melty pies, oh my, you <laughs> will die and then cry. Because it was like, remember that scene where they throw those melty shit pies at that guy and he yeah. like melts into like goo? I was like, I was like, God damn, that's fucking disgusting. But it's cool as shit. Too. My favorite thing to do is to watch them walk when that that song is playing. They're walking like they just took hot dumps in their pants, and they're walking so slow, but the music's playing behind them. It's so fucking. That, that scene when they were going uh, whatever Coastal Cove, and the little one goes first, and then bam, 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 <laughs> and they're like they're going behind them. That's like me, Mike, and crew going to New Orleans. It's like we get to see free boobies for beads that you get at Family Dollar. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> also, I like the part where that one fat clown when he came into the. Uh, uh, the, the police office, the police station, and he like goes. <laughs> when he did the little waddle, the, 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 yeah. he waddled into the fucking cage. Yeah, and he, and he, he would make sounds go. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, dude. I thought that shit was so funny. And then also the one little clown, the little mini clown that shows up at the biker, the biker rally with his little fucking motorcycle. And it, it's like I, I got oh, instantly reminded. So sad. But it got me, it got me instantly reminded of, uh, of uh, I can get seventy miles a uh, gallon on this hog. And he's like, you totally redeems yourself. And then he breaks his fucking thing, and the guy knocks his block off. Literally, I, that reminded me of some Jason shit. Yeah. I it's just, it's fucking, it's so crazy, but it's so good. The redneck dude in the woods, who he's such an overactor, but yeah. he's so funny. He was like, this thing's a shocker. It's electric. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, they find the tent there and they go to the police off uh, the police station. And Dave is like the nice police officer. But dude, he's a bastard, dude. He's the guy that used to date little Debbie. But but between him and the other officer, who was fucking he's great, asshole, yeah. the asshole officer was the great. perfect I love asshole him. officer. I wish he he could be alive today so he could be like Anchorman. He is he, he's top notch, total perfect, old school asshole. He reminds me of like uh, a guy that would be your slightly disappointed stepfather after your mother remarried, and everything you did didn't matter. He's like, uh, you got a B plus. This lasagna is burnt. If you looked at it, it says a lot about you psychologically, who you are, as to whether or not you sided with Mike or Dave. Let me ask you this. Who did you side with or feel worse for? Mike, the funny dude who's just like kind of like a whimsical fucking crazy guy who likes to hang out with his friends the, and, the and, ice cream and, and happened to like stumble across this hot chick yeah. who liked him? Or do you side with Dave, the cop, who is still in love with this chick who's genuinely a decent dude? But he's also a symbol of... 
authority. Well, they thought he was a good dude, man. He, he sacrificed himself several Jack times. Jack a wagon because I would have said yes, except for the fact that he literally was trying to hit on that guy's girlfriend or his date at least in front of him in a car. Well, he doesn't car. know that guy. Fuck that guy's. Well, car fuck that my said. asshole because it was like that's my girl. That's my candy cane now. But I'm it, sorry that you forgot to suck it. it. Yes, you put it succinctly. Suck what? Succinctly, it means perfectly. Oh, yeah, man, I do that. And now it's gone, but. In his mind, though, that's the girl that got away, and this jokester in the backseat who's playing this prank and probably leading her down a terrible path of smoking marijuana cigarettes is in the backseat. I, I don't buy it. I, I just feel like. It, like I feel I like he's, where they're I feel like he's a good guy. I just feel like he's an asshole at the same time. You can be a good guy and an asshole at the same time, and I think that's exactly well, what he is. He, he had his two friends who ran the. And those guys were hilarious, by the way. The two ice cream trucks. They, they look like Tom Savini's sons. That basically would have been me and you in this movie. Yeah, like, for sure. We would have been the ice cream guys. Dude, I love that part. If you guys do a remake or a sequel, hit us. Up. I like that part where he was like at the, at the end. He's like, "Well, you said that we could get chicks this way." He's like, "Well, you said they like ice cream." He's like, "Well, they clearly don't." I like <laughs> they that. Got one. the two big girls Dude, around, were, like, they were, they were, they were, we got all ice cream. Yeah, the fucking Omega Moves from Revenge of the Nerds. And I did like that one part where they were like, "Well, we had to get rid of them anyway because they ate too much. <laughs> <laughs> they were eating their fucking stock." And then they ended up sleeping with clowns. That's Do you all think right. they banged the clowns? Yes. Stuff? Well, they had the they had the lipstick. I don't know if they were, but he was like, were they female clowns or were they just do clowns dressed up as girls? Who knows? What in the dark, it doesn't matter who's touching who. In the ball pit of, the, of, of, of Satan's aliens? It's okay. Knows? Lips get funky. But, <laughs> yeah, they were, they were like, high on ice cream. And, by the way, uh, the big clown, uh, I don't want to give, you know, too much, like we said, uh, but there's one moment where, like, a massive fucking clown shows up. That was ultimate dude, 80s, 90s. He fucking, Power Rangers, Megatron. Dude, he looked cool like, shit. he looked like the end boss of Final Fight or, or like, t- uh, TMNT Part 2, the arcade game. Yeah. And he looked like Brian Cox uh, Striker from X2. If you look at him when he comes down, Miami Dolphins linebacker. Like, just, yeah, or he just out. looks like Miami Dolphins. Like I don't know, but he like when he fell down like that. It, it's like when you get to that final moment in an NES game, a like Contra, and you're like, yeah. oh fuck. Or Gladius Three, the one with the spaceship, and you had you you gotten there, man, without a game genie. This motherfucking massive goddamn gargantuan ex bitchin' law is like. Really? Like, oh damn! Another thing about this movie that that is perfect for the '80s, early '90s is that we had this obsession, and this is obviously was before Amazon, the internet shopping, all this shit like that. But I always find it fascinating when you go back to like back to Commando or or, or, or Bill and Ted. Like yeah. everybody had a fascination with with having Death that, having the ability to break in a retail shop while it was closed. What's that? Rocket launcher. Go. Get whatever ammo or whatever shit you needed to build the robot. Well, they did do it in the, the original. But they did that in this movie too, as well, because like uh, the, the clowns would break into these retail retail stores and like just fuck shit up and like eat as many ho hos as they wanted. Dude, to. I remember. I remember it was had, so fun. I had fantasy. I wanted to break into Fye. Like back when Fye oh, was the yeah. big shit. Take I all the CDs, you every want. fucking thing, and I don't. I'm gonna take a dump on the floor. I'm gonna eat all their popcorn. I'm just gonna have a good. I mean, and I get to collect it. I had dreams like. Oh, you could just go in there, nobody would know, and you just get to take everything. Or like a comic book store. I was a big comic book nerd. Oh, like, that would have been good. Yeah, you get like one night, twenty four hours in a comic book store, you get to take I would just take the whole fuck. But I was like, you gotta, you gotta be you gotta take key issues, you gotta take the right kind of thing, you get twenty four hours to pick the best. Dude, yes, that's and true. They, and they also game shows would do those shopping sprees. You oh man, that? Uh, well, you, you got, got you gotta race through that, you gotta add up the whatever who has the most money. Dude, that would have been so fucking fun. I win every fucking time. And this movie doesn't do that per se, but they these clowns break in and like I like that the clowns fuck with people and they yeah. pretend they're people. The way the clown, by the way, 
through the entirety of this movie, if you get bored for two seconds, fear not, because around the corner you're going to have a clown death scene where they shoot somebody or they pretend to be a pizza and they open up the thing and the clown shoots somebody. Oh, dude, I love that scene. Where, when, the, when, the, when the fourth show up with pizza, is like, no, pizza. <laughs> There's one scene where this one clown sticks this fucking thing in straw and it's like blood coming up. Dude, he, he I, sucks that shit draw. It was a perfect like if you guys didn't grow up in this time, like maybe you don't know, but like crazy straws were a huge fucking phase. Like everybody was crazy about crazy straws. How how wild can you get the straw to do? And they would stick the straw into these cotton candy humans cool. and suck the blood out. And honestly, like look like juice. Coming from the time I Juicy came from, juice. it looked good to me. Like I wanted that. Yeah, dude, I was like, that shit cherry juice. <laughs> like if you got if you ever been like a swimming or something when you get out of the water and you're like tired, you're like, give me some of that cherry juice. I'm just nothing better like cherry juice. I've never seen such an unintentional, unforced, perfect, perfect picture of the the late '80s, early '90s. I don't think the movie did movie. that well though. I don't. I don't remember. I know it's cult now. Like everybody yeah, loved it, it do well, but I don't think it did. Yeah, I think most people like wrote it off. Like this is fucking. Stupid. Well, when they turned in the score to it to the score people, they laughed at them. They're like, nobody's gonna watch. This I shit. love that score. And, like, oh my god. <laughs> People bah, loved bah, it, man. Bah, bah. I fucking love this movie, dude. I give it a strong an eight point five out of ten. Dude, yeah, I was gonna. I'm on. I'm on a nine. I'm rolling a nine right I'm now. With you on that. Ace is up the sleeve, and we're ready to fucking go all in with a flush. You're never gonna see this kind of movie again, and you're never gonna see the de- like the attention to detail that they did. They really tried to make a, the, some cool practical effects. The makeup looked decent for the clowns, and they were all fucking suits. The music was great. The technical parts of it was awesome. Uh, yeah, man, like. You've got to do yourself a favor and check out some space clowns. Yeah, I just I have the best memories of uh, even now I watch it today and I'm like, oh man, I remember watching this. Dude, I put that kid. fucking song on my phone, my playlist. Now <laughs> I got ready to it in the shower when I was getting ready for work. Was it, I, I remember watching now. I'm like, man, I remember how I took this scene as a kid. Like, yeah. I, there's so much nostalgia to this if you grew up at the time that we did. So if you haven't checked it out, please check it out. It's fucking amazing. Great fucking Patreon pick, and uh, we love your fucking faces. We'll be back with tons of shits of fucking lords more. It's, it's going to keep uh, coming at your face. Coming for you. We love your fucking faces. If you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some goddamn whim opinion. We're like them goddamn Beetlejuice sandworms. Sandworms. You ate them. I had them myself. We're just like, I'm like. Hi! My name is Gary Gary, and I forgot to tell the guys that this was a Patreon review <laughs> for uh, Will Ardwan and uh, Slippy Jones. So, Will, <laughs> Slippy, thanks, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Scary Gary. Hey guys, I'm Scary Gary. And no, you ain't never heard me talk before, but uh, I'm from Getting My. Hello, my name's Scary Gary. Okay. <laughs> what? I know how to say Dally Dally. What are you gonna do on October 31st? What are you gonna do on October 31st? Here comes that white faced fucker, an asshole like no other. He's a big old piece of shit. Wants to stab your sister's tits cause he's a white faced fucker. Loomis can't recover. Dr. Challenge drunk again, sleeping with your sister's friends. Do you wanna know about the darkness? I said, God damn. She's got it in my thighs. Yeah. Oh, it's moving. So creepy into the night. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike, he's Jay, and tonight's the night. Montel Williams. 
This I is how we do it. The Maury Povich show is going to have the reveal of whose baby daddy that motherfucker was. Is it Clarice or Tyrone's baby? Clarice is a girl. explains it all. Fuck it. And we're going to explain it all. This is a non-spoiler review for it. We're also going to do a spoiler review. But let me just start the show off with saying, you know the goddamn story. You know the story. And I've, I've been hearing people say, not to call this a remake, that it's more from the book and it's not a remake of the miniseries. It's a remake. Yeah, I mean, for me, it hit it hit so many beats that the that the miniseries actually hit in the same way that I think for me it's still a remake. I, that's just how it feels to me. But it's everything you hoped it would be. All of you hoped and more. The tone of the movie is definitely on its own caliber, rather than what the. You no, know, I'm not saying the TV show was bad. It was good. I liked the original one, but this one is remaking it as far as like the technology. The, the technology's better. The production's better. They got more money behind it, so they're taking what they did in the TV show, which was loosely. You know, there was a lot of stuff from the book they used in the TV show. They're taking that and then improving on it and adding some elements into it. And fuck beans, do they ever? Yeah, it was. I mean, if, if the clowns weren't scary game. enough already, I mean, now, wowzer! And by the way, the only time that I would get into a fucking suit. I don't do my hands. I don't do my hands. I don't my You know what? You've got hair on them. You should stop whacking the mole. Uh, I have two <laughs> children. It's hard sometimes. You're petting it. Time. You're petting it. One day you're gonna braid that fucker. No, uh, <laughs> the weird thing is the only time I would ever get into a sewer with a clown is if it said two things, two magic words. It was like, hey. Do you want your boat back? I was like, no, I'll just make a note. I was like, how about I forgive all your student loan and give you a six-pack? I'm like, okay, move the fuck <laughs> over. Let me get in this bitch. That's the only way that I would get in there. Otherwise, no, I'm not going to get in there. Saying that, let's move Don't on. Don't lie, dude. You do it for just a six-pack. I know you. It depends on how bad of a depends day it was. Depends on what day of the week. When the paycheck lands. Monday, yeah, exactly. If it's the second fucking week, if it's the second week, I'm good. I Thanks, man, I got my money. If it's the first week, I'm kind of broke. You're so stupid, though. The second week, you'd buy him a six-pack. You'd be like, no, here you go. Dude. No, I'm I, I was like, okay, move the fuck over. Let me get down in this bitch. Where's the goddamn beer? It's like, well, actually, uh, can you spot me, too? Like, Let's get, let's just get a 12-pack, come on. <laughs> We're going to do it. Anyway, no, I was going to say, yeah. it, the, the original miniseries, there's amazing parts of it, mainly Tim Curry. Mm. That uh, that are just like special and they're amazing. And something uh, interesting I saw someone say that the reason so many people our age, old ass motherfuckers, um, have such a I, love, oh have such a love for that movie was because their parents wouldn't let them watch horror movies at the right. time. But this was on TV, so they would let people watch it. And that clown was scary as fuck. So people have this deep love for it, even though it's got a lot of problems with it. But it is the perfect. When you talk about movies that sh are they going to get a remake? Should they get a remake? It's the perfect thing. Well, because it has great moments in it. It's based on a scary ass story, yeah. but there's a lot of bad shit in it too. Bill Skarsgård really fucking knocked this bitch out of the park. Like he really fucking nailed it. And I didn't think, like when I when I you know they they, they show stuff in the trailers, and I was like, okay, they're going to give it away. Like this stuff, you know, like the projector screen stuff. You know, you saw. I was like, okay, well that's the payoff, and not much else. There's a lot more that fucking happens during those scenes, and they're scary as shit beans. Yeah. Scary as fuck. Yeah. Um, There's one scene in particular, and I don't want to say which one it is yeah. because I want you guys. We're gonna do a spoiler review for that. I'm just gonna say big. I'm just gonna say big. Huge. Huge. Um, we're gonna build a wall. Um, but no, it's fucking. It, there's it's one, clowns. There's literally one scene in particular. The movie is scary, and that's the really thing scary. you want to know. It's scary. There's one scene in particular, and this. And if you guys know, if you watch the channel, you know me. I don't get freaked out like you do about stuff. Oh, like you. <laughs> you get freaked out. You know, Jay's doing this shit. I theater. didn't do that today. You didn't do that today. But I did do. You, you did do the. You did the, the, the talking thing where you try to crack jokes to make yourself. Well, maybe you could like, Jay, I'm trying to No, I was like, fuck you. I'm trying to watch this shit. You could have laughed. I have to immerse myself deep. To let it scare me, I at don't. All. Want but to. there was one scene in particular that, even for me, and it's hard for me to get truly scared in movies. Um, I, there's one scene that happened that literally, when it was over, I was sitting there like, "I know." You looked at me, I, and I was like, 
No, because you did one of these. <laughs> you, you're a fucking mouth breather, dude. Sometimes you breathe a lot. Like you're doing, you. I can hear you breathe I, the whole movie. But you were doing but this. even with your mouth closer. No, you were doing this. When I'm you're, into, when so you're into a season... No, dude, when you're into a scene, you're Wait. like this. <sighs> <laughs> and I knew it was bad because you were fucking hardcore. When, you were, when it was over, you went... <laughs> <laughs> I did. So this one scene happened, and there's lights flashing, and there's crazy shit, and it actually shut. It was it was a jump scare, but it was a con- continuation jump scare. Yeah. Like, the jump scare happened, but then it kept co- coming at you, and it was coming at you in different angles. And there was all and I literally was sitting after it was over. I, I, I legitimately thought to myself, I thought I might have to go in the hallway for a second. It had, yeah. I feel a little shell shocked right now, and I might have pissed my pants. Dude, I had I had. I had to go piss earlier in the film, and I was so scared coming back to the theater that I was gonna walk because we were sitting really close you to the just front. Fall down in the aisle. No, I was because I, I couldn't avoid it because it was a small theater, so you know we didn't have like arena seating, so it was just like a straight shot down to where our seats were. So I was afraid that I was gonna walk. Not I was trying to like if there was a moment there was gonna be something scary on screen, and I couldn't really avoid it because even when you walk down like this, you're still gonna be weird. I thought something was gonna happen. I'm like, <laughs> fucking like trip and roll all the way to our seats, but luckily that didn't happen. brings us to another topic that people are going to want, is it all jump scares? There's a lot of jump scares there. Listen, there's two things to talk about here. There are a lot of jump scares, and you definitely want to see it in the theater. Don't wait for DVD or whatever. Go see it in the theater, because the sound being so fucking loud, and just the the, the whole presentation really does add to the fear and the scares. There are a lot of jump scares, but as we said, some of those jump scares continue and they add an extra layer of creepiness I, to it. I was gonna, yeah, they, the, the jump scare happens initially, and then when, when that's over with and your adrenaline's pulsed up, what they do is they add in creepy imagery and, and shots and effects that fuck you up. Like, it's not just like, you, you get the initial, oh shit, and then it's not over yet. Then they ramp it up. They yeah. go crank on that bitch. There's certain scenes where you think it's over and it's not fucking over. Yeah. So it really does, like, fucking... It's not like this. I got pissed a few times, you know, because it'd be a boom fucking, I'd be like, oh shit, it got me. And I was like, savor the flavor, because that's not going to happen again. Savor the flavor. And then five seconds later, it happened again. I've shit my pants three times, maybe shard it twice. (laughs) And the thing is, and and the only, I only have tiny little complaints, tiny little complaints about this. And that's that the movie does, I think for me, blows blows its load a little bit early. Uh, uh, just clown. like I'm used to doing in my life. Um, we all, no, we are guilty of that. It, we all are, guys. Let's just admit it. Just be honest. No one's special. Yourself. We're all here together. No Stand up and say your name, John. We would all like to last a little bit longer in it's the okay. game of life. Um, but, uh, you know what I mean by We don't have he men dicks. We're talking about death, <laughs> Stephen. I don't think they need visual representations. Um, but no, uh, it does, for me, there's a point where it hits a high note. A crescendo, if you will. A crescendo. Jay. Very um, sexual. And it's, it's, I'm really like, oh, shit, fuck. And I actually thought the movie was going to end at this point. And I thought it seems maybe a smidge early, but it felt right. I thought the movie was going to end on this part. And then it kept going, and there's a whole other tale to tell. And I felt like the actual ending. Say that three times fast. Tale to tell. Tale to tell. Tale to tell. You're really impressive. Dark winged duck. All right. Let's get dangerous. (laughs) I thought that. The end didn't quite live up in the same way as a few of the scenes in the middle of the movie did. Yeah. Uh, and and the only other tiny this, this tiny fucking nitpicks that I have. Uh, let's talk about the Losers Club. I felt like the kids were fucking awesome. They were great. The jokes were nasty and dirty and filthy and hilarious. And you know we love that shit here. Well, because a lot of cock jokes, a lot of fuck words. Uh, there's a lot of cocky jokes. But you know what? 
I'm glad they didn't shy away from that part either, because if yeah. you're a kid in middle school and or, or you know probably going into high school, yeah. the thing is you're not going to be like all worried about Disney flavored fucking language. You're not going to be like, "Gee, Willikers, you better not do that, or mother will be pissed." Wolfman's got nards. Yeah, you don't have to do that. But, you know, the guy was like talking about. There's one scene where they go into the abandoned weird you know house, the well house or whatever they call. It, I can't remember. And the guy's like, "I can't believe I drew the short straw." He's like, "If we were measuring dicks, you guys would be in trouble." Because <laughs> you know, it's just that's it, it felt like they captured the angst of like a middle school kind Richie of language. Is funny as fuck. Richie is I like, like this Richie way better. I'm just gonna say yeah, it. I do. It's better. He's funnier. The joke's like, like the other one, he was kind of like clownish and like stand-up comedian. And this one, he's just a funny fucking kid. So again, the translation from that time to this time really works out. The only tiny nitpick I have about the Losers Club is it felt like they did try to... They try to force a little bit. Like some of the activities the kids would do together just felt kind of weird. And I never really felt like Maybe not not cohesion, but I just never felt like I, I knew what it was like. They to felt hang- like they, they felt like actors in a movie. Right. Being well, friends. I never felt like I knew what it was like to hang out with these kids in this time. Because I important. don't hang out with kids in that time. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, like, to be a kid in that time, I never yeah. got, I, it, that never really hit me. There's some emotional stuff. You care about the characters. The kids act well and they're hilarious. But as a group, there's just uh, there's a tiny little bit of that missing. That that just it could have it could have went. Fucking, it's missing the secret. It could have swung for the stands, and yeah. it just it never really landed that. And they tried it a couple times; it didn't really work. But again, these are nitpicky things. I might as well give my rating since I just gave the bad stuff. We'll keep talking, but yeah. I just want to say it's a nine point five for me because movies don't fucking scare me, and I don't have a huge fear of clowns. It's not just the clown, I hate um, clowns. but there are some moments. They they did such a good job with the effects. And the way that this was shot, and not just the jump scares, but they just kept fucking punching you in the dick <clears throat> over and over again in certain scenes. My stomach hurts. And I said, how that you punch me in my dick? Tiny, tiny little things to take away from a dude, but it was almost absolutely fucking perfect. And, and to be honest with you, I'm I'm really not sure you could expect a better movie than yeah. this was. I'm going to go with you on this adventure and say at oh, 9.5 as well, we down. will get to the volcano not together. Literally. No, I don't want to take you. No, I'm ever, not, ever. I'll not, take you and drop you off at some place like called fun, I don't want to. Like fun fuck. Like, um, like confetti. Like fire. Like and Daenerys. Like I know. Ooh, dragons. Yeah. Where's that, that kind of, fucking theme that park? That kind of fuck. Where's not, that theme park? Don't, I don't want you to have sex. Have they built the expansion on Disney World yet? I don't have know. sex with you. Where is that? They captured the 80s feel fucking perfect. Beautifully. Oh, yeah. It felt like I was watching Stranger Things on the big screen. Because if you guys love Stranger Things and the way those kids were and the way that the, you know, the, the, the visual stuff looked and the production sets and all that, they have it all there. Like There's one moment where you see Batman and Lethal Weapon 2 and Nightmare on Elm Street 5 on the billboard for or the marquee for the theater. It's all there. Like And the posters, this one kid in his room, he's got he's got badass room. I was like, I want to fucking be your friend if you were fucking my age, because that's weird if I was, you were, never mind. He had a Gremlins poster, he had fucking like a cool, you know, um, yeah. another couple posters. And it comes full circle with that too, because Stranger Things plays off of it, and it felt like this had yeah. some of the Stranger Things in it. So overall, yeah, it's, still, it's solid as fuck. It's solid as, you know, and, and again, I don't think you could have got a better, um, you know, I know everybody's going to say Tim Curry, Tim Curry, and I, and I do, and I do appreciate and love Tim Curry. I think that his clown version of Pennywise is always going to be number one. But Bill Skarsgård, I'm not comparing. I don't want to because they're, so, they're so different. They are so different, yeah. and his is more of a. You know, it's not just his version of it, but just the overall feel of the movie. Sometimes it feels like it's pedophilia almost. It's, like it's just fucking infested with pedophilia because you got fucking him being weird in the sewer, talking to that kid wanting a balloon, and just the way he talks to it, it's like really creepy. It's darker on purpose. Yeah, and then you got the pharmacist that's fucking like trying to get with this yeah. fucking thirteen year old girl because she's flirting with him to get. You know, you'll see, and then. Um, the mother of that weird, like, Weasley kid. I want to hit her in the... She's nasty. Titty. And then the fucking dad. They really, really played that part up with uh, Beverly. 
Beverly's character, they really play up that weird um, relationship she has with her father, and they weren't shying away from it. Like, the TV series did what they could with it, but this one, they don't give a fuck. Actually, I like Beverly in this one a lot more, too. Um, and, and dude, the thing is, is that the way it's directed, just the, the whole thing is a, from, from a directorial standpoint, it's a masterpiece. It's really the good. shot and the cinematography, dude, Machete, or however you say his name, dude, knock that fucking out of the park. The movie's glorious to fucking look at. It's asunder. I don't even know what that word means. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> but dude, it's it's a it's a it's something to feast your eyes on. Like I'm I'm gonna say The Shining. It's not on that no, level. No, I'm, I'm not, not saying that. Not but, but I can watch The Shining and not even pay attention to the movie and just like wow at like the the, the, the framing shots, and the yeah. shots and the way it looked. And I could do that with this too. Like it looks so good from beginning to end. Maybe a little bit. The last tiny nitpick I'll give is the very ending. I felt like. They just they just for a second got a little bit loose with the CGI, but when you compare how they got loose with everything in the first one to how they did it this time, it's night and well, day. Sometimes you got to cut foot loose. Foot loose. I need a hero. You know what the thing is? I, yeah, you're right. The the shots are amazing. The guy's done a phenomenal job. I didn't know who he was. And Mike mentioned that he was the guy that directed Mama, and there are elements in Mama that you can see in this. Like Mama to me was a fucking awesome movie. It was original, it was different, it had shots that were cool, that were scary, and the thing about this guy, this director, is he knows that you can go with a cheap jump scare and have no payoff whatsoever, except for like a boom, oh my god, it was a cat, ha <laughs> ha, I'm fine, no worries. It's the Batwing But what they do is he goes from like a scary moment, like, I made you dribble a little bit pee, now I'm going to make you shit your pants in front of your girl, because he doesn't let up. He cranks it up further and goes an extra step that makes and elongates that fucking moment and makes you terrified as hell. Because you mentioned the, the shed or their garage scene. Well, that fart was fucked up. Uh, you know, that was a fart. That fart was smelling. <laughs> I'm going to say fart. That fart was fucked up, man. That fart did smell in my like, face. What? But that part was smelly and stinky and it scared the shit out of me too. But the one that got me was another scene. Um... Because, again, it's, it's playing off everybody's fear. This one kid's scared of this really fucked up painting that his dad has in his office. And this motherfucking bitch comes out of it. Talk about that heavy-headed bitch. And she's Whoa. like, and it's all, like, morphed up and weird in her face. Yeah. Like, it's like you capture what it feels like to be drunk at a bar and just try to get with a girl. And you're like... <laughs> Drinking until it fucking looks good, and then when you wake up, you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa that's what I fucked." But I thought you because you can't hold your big head up because you're so drunk. You're just like slapping on the bar. Yeah, she's fucking running around. Yeah. She looks like someone smashed but a baby together at a museum. I don't want to tell you what happened, but there is one scene in the sewer with that bitch that comes out, and it, it's I don't know why it just was none of the. It was so subtle. Like, there was nothing really like it doesn't ramp up. It doesn't have this jump like scary music or anything. It's just what she's fucking doing. And I, I was like, I'm the leprechaun. I had one of those moments, like, if I had had a drink, I'd be like, pouring out, pouring out. 9.5 for both of us. We love your fucking faces. Spool review coming soon. God damn it. It is worth every fucking ounce of anticipation we've all had deep into our I think that, I think the tagline should read this. A horror thrill ride through a haunted house, crazy and different. You will shit your pants. Yeah, that, that is, I just cut out the rest. I'm gonna edit that. That should be. It. That should be. You will shit. Your that's it. That pants. should be the whole thing. Like that's what. That's what Rotten Tomatoes. Needs a to movie do. almost gave me a panic attack. I, I'm not, the whole thing. Yeah, I've like, never. I've never seen not, you want to just go outside and have a moment. I did. Dude. <laughs> I need a moment. The whole movie's not like that. It's not like the whole movie's not like this entire. Because they they do the the it story like the Losers Club and all that yeah. it has has its place here. So it's not like a scary. Gonna shit your pants movie from beginning to end, but there are parts in it that absolutely will make you it's shit a, your pants. It's got it's got parts in it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a horror movie at the base, but it's also a charming movie in the fact that it captures the late '80s 
and that friendship kind of thing pretty well, you know, even though we do have some disagreements about how they felt, like how they moved towards it, but still, I've never, dude, never known you to fucking have a, like, that's what you need to take from me when I lean over to tell a stupid fucking joke, reciprocate, bitch, because no. that way, you, you take me out of the movie, you stupid asshole. No, because I'm, I'm trying to say you. something, you go, ooh. Okay, well, fine, I'll just let you fucking fall off the wall. Or you go, oh my god. <laughs> they scared the shit out of me. <coughs> See, that dick is fucking killing you right now. I hope you die. Oh. You're floating. We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. We watched a movie. Yeah. You know what? We did a movie. We watched a movie. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike, he's Jay. This is the spoiler review for It, the 2017 It, not the It, shit, fit, bitch. It's there. It's in the wagon wheel. It, the spoiler review. Yes. And I want to say something first off. Go Let's ahead, just give it. our ratings say for it. it. Do not watch this unless you've actually watched it. Trust me, you want to see it in the theater. Yeah, by the way, I want to say, you know, I'm glad that you're having this PSA moment. I don't know if they're my hands again. <laughs> because there have been a lot of people, not a lot, but there are some people that... that click on our videos, and it clearly says fucking spoiler in the title, and they're like, thanks for giving it away. <laughs> it says spoiler, you blind bitch, we know. Uh, don't watch it if you've not seen the film. So We both give the movie a 9.5. It's near perfection for me. I'm going to just say real quick the, the couple things I don't like about it, because we want to get the bad shit out of the way, because yeah. it's very small bad shit. This movie's gonna fuck your panties. Get that okay? creamy shit out of the way. Ooh, God, moist. <laughs> Ooh, creamy, <laughs> moist. Creamy green shit. Ah, it's nasty. It's gross. Um, but what no, burgundy. The only things I can possibly take away from this movie is that it blows its load halfway through, and then the ending almost doesn't live up to the rest of it. And also, the um, the the Losers Club to me, it. I love the kids. I love the acting. I love the jokes. Everything worked. There was just a tiny little thing that was missing, and I felt like they. What you want to do with that? What they were trying to do is make you feel like it was to be a kid and have a bunch of friends in that time zone in the eighties. Yeah. But they did this like weird scene where everybody was in their underwear, and I, there was a couple laughs, and it was a couple good laughs. But yeah. at the same time, it felt a little bit forced, and like the cohesion didn't quite mix right, and it felt a little bit forced. Apart from that, this movie fucking. What hit every expectation I had and then beyond. I was going to say with the underwear scene, I, I definitely felt like it was going to lead into like a tourist commercial. <laughs> it's like, when you start off as kids, you always think about your dream car. Like, I, I, yeah, it did. I Do mean, they still it, make tourists? Maybe. I don't know. Do they still make Saturns? Fuck it. I don't, I don't know. It's I don't weird. Know. I, I never thought of it. What is this world that we live in? We Blade don't even know what's happening. Um, okay, so let's get into some spoiler-rificness, okay? I'm gay. Are you? It's so good that you come out. Uh, so, the main thing is is that we all know the story of of what uh, you know basically transpires about Pennywise. So I don't want to get into the plot necessarily, but the biggest part of the spoiler really is that, I mean, if you've seen the fucking movie, if you read the book, if you've seen the original It series and you read the book, the spoilers are is that what Pennywise essentially is is some kind of creature that's existed for hundreds of years that feeds off people's fears and that is why he essentially exists to eat children to survive that's what he does he lives I mean, off their fear we, I mean we don't really know what their version of the or I mean I know what the origin is of it I mean I, I know I read the book but it was been a while but we won't know that until 2019 but they do kind of go into that he's existed for a long time and the fact that 
he needs you to be afraid so that he can consume you. And that's the only way that he survives, essentially. And which one of the one things that this movie had that the miniseries didn't. Which, before I even get into that, let's let's talk about this little thing real quick right here. I saw one article saying how it's not fair to compare this to the original It miniseries. Because technically, they were trying to say that this isn't a remake. It, it's still it's a, remake. a remake. And yeah. like, like it, it hits so many of the same beats that the... Uh, forgetting the book... It hits so many of the same beats that the original miniseries hit, and does a lot of them better, but it, it does follow that same storyline for the most part. But one of the main things that is in this that wasn't in the original it is the floating children, right? They float. They, float. they do fucking they literally float. Fucking I, that's float. what I thought when I saw them floating at the end. I'm like, they really do float. I kept thinking, when I was watching that scene, I kept thinking about Dark Knight Rises. It was like, Rise. You know what I was thinking? Of? I actually, when I saw him floating, Only one man you actually see him. You actually do see him float. I actually was thinking of uh, Willy Wonka. It's like they drank fizzy lifting liquid. They were soda. They drank that fago. Yeah, they were fucking high as shit on that fucking four loco. And, and another, a tiny, tiny little thing I didn't like was uh, also when uh, when the, when the girl is is you know paralyzed by it. She's, really, she's floating. Yeah. yeah, she's floating, and and uh, Chunky Monkey comes over to her and he kisses her. You know, and then she comes out of her thing naturally. That felt a little bit weird to me. But they get a tiny little nitpick. They do. They do throw in the whole Ben, um, Bill, Beverly love triangle. And I think they, they way better. I think they did it way better. Yeah, yeah. because the whole idea behind uh, the, you know when they were kids is that Ben, you know, was enamored with Beverly. I'm not gonna say in love. I mean, you're a kid. I mean, yeah. you're a kid. You don't know what the fuck that is. You haven't even played with mommy. Yet. Wow, um, I've got tampons now. But and and Bill liked her too, and Beverly was kind of maybe torn between the two. But when they do get to the sewer part, and Beverly gets captured, because that's essentially how Pennywise gets them into the into the sewer, is by uh, capturing Beverly and having them come to rescue her. She's in that state of shock and weirdness because she saw the lights. I mean, I know I've had sex with girls; they see the light. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Never does that happen. It's your mom opening up the door, JT. <laughs> What are you doing? Uh, Mom, what are you... T there was a lock on my door for a reason. Not in my house. Um, anyhow, so, you know, yeah, the, it, it felt weird. When Ben kisses her to break the spell, it felt very Sleeping Beauty-ish. It's like, because he was... Uh, Wake up, Beverly! I, fuck! I, I was like, wait, did love break the spell? And then, but then at the end, Bill's, like, making out with her, and... You know, I never liked Beverly, really, because Beverly always... Beverly clearly... Yeah, choose the side. Yeah, it's like, you... You're slutting it up right now, because... You're making your friends fight. Ben likes you, and you know that. In the original, she was. In this one, they actually did that way better. Yeah, I know, but now yeah. you want Bill to like you, and Bill, Bill's kind of like, I don't know. This one made way more sense, though, because it was just at the very end of the film, and Bill runs up to it last second. He's like, I just well, got, I yeah, want to do this. I want to kiss, kiss you. Know, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the first it, though, like, and they, granted, they didn't go into this territory in this film, but in the original miniseries, when she comes, she was fine as a kid to me, but when she comes back as an adult, and she's like sitting in this dude's lap and rubbing this dude's hand yeah, and weird. making out with this dude behind the fucking bleachers, it was I, just like, Jesus Christ. I got what they were going for. Like, and, you know, we, we kind of talked about this off camera. It, it you know, I know what she was going for, like, they all felt like brothers to her, and that she was in love with all of them because they made her feel safe, but the fact is, you look like you were trying to have a Bukaki film. <laughs> so, but, I, I understood her in this I, one. I get it, this yeah. One did they, it right. they did a better job with she that. She didn't feel slutty um, in this one. Which is an unfair I, word to use, but I, you get what I'm saying. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, Pennywise and, and how what they do with Bill Skarsgård's character, or his version of Pennywise. They do a lot more creep factor than they did with Tim Curry. Tim Curry did have that, you know, crazy, creepy clown thing down 
really well. I mean, but it, it always felt, and I love Tim Curry's version of Pennywise. Pennywise, as far as Tim Curry goes, is perfect. I don't want to compare those that, that much, but Bill Skarsgård did more of a, um, I don't know, man, like a dark gothic fucking clown. That Yeah, he does say, like, you know, clownish things, like what you would expect a clown would say, but it, with a tone of, like, deadly underneath of it. Like, you know, I just farted and I want you to smell it. <laughs> what got like, him to was his lips. Do you want to come here and have your butt? I just farted. <laughs> His big ass fucking lips were always wet. soaking wet. He was always because he was hungry. And his teeth were too big, so he was always like popcorn, Dorothy. And I was like, just to fucking swallow your goddamn drool. He wants. To, he, he basically he was it's Tom like Cruise. When he get woke up early for work, and you're like, oh, he was Tom Cruise. What or Gary Busey? Two big teeth, not enough fucking lip. Yeah. But the fact is, yeah. He. But I think the reason why his lips were always wet and like saliva was dripping because he was hungry. Like he wanted to eat this motherfucking kid. This big. And, you know, I, and this is this is what I always thought was funny. About the movie, and they do it so well, they do a really good job. But what I thought was funny is that Pennywise gets his power from the fact that you're scared. When you're not scared anymore, which they all come together and they realize that when you're not scared of him, then he's going to starve, and he can't. He his power goes away. His power starts to wane. His magical abilities, and I, I just got reminded of like the Macaulay Culkin. Show, I'm not afraid anymore. You hear me? I'm not afraid anymore. And it felt like uh, you know the Boogeyman, which was such a fucking letdown movie. The only way you get rid of the boogeyman, you face it. You're like, hey, I looked at you. They tried, like, oh, well, shit, I gotta go away now. They tried that with Freddy, too. It's like, I don't believe in you, so you're not real. Yeah, which I guess, you know, it it's makes... It's my it, money, and I need it It now. makes sense, you know, but it, it's always seemed corny to me. But the fact, the way they shot it in this, though, it actually, it, it, it plays they, well. They did a great job of it in this. And what I love about this film that we didn't talk about in the original review is that I can see... I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. My dick is here. Um, but it's like when you get your dick. Did you wake up? Mail. I got this. Well, Amazon get, Prime. You get morning wood. You gotta go with for it. Fun. No, um, but in this one, I, I, what I picked up for the most part out of this is that <laughs> at, at the end of the movie, I, I really realized for me what it should be and truly is about, and that's the fact that the the two parts where they're split. Okay, so it plays on fear, right? So mm. when you're a kid, you're afraid of certain things. You have irrational, weird, crazy fears, right? You, you have things that you're scared of. Yeah. And it's easy to play off of those. And then the second part, when they become adults, and I think the miniseries did a failure of representing this. In the well, adult section. But when you're adult, you have a whole different kind of fears. You're scared about a whole different multitude of things. Well, it's, it's a complete different and multitude of fears. And... It, for, I hope that when they go into the second part, Pennywise plays off of that. Like, their adult fears. Like, their, their, their inadequacies well, and shit like that. I, I don't know, man, because it could be a phobia, though. Like, you know, whatever your and phobia is. And that, idea, yeah, but that's what I think. That even even if you're a kid and you have a phobia, if you, if you have arachnophobia, you scare those goddamn spiders. Who's not fucking scared of spiders or snakes? Right. When you get older... You're still gonna have that. But it'd be nice if they go more cerebral with it, like because when you're adult, you're afraid of not amounting to this, or you know, it's just a whole different like psychological set of fears. And I felt like the movie hinted at that towards the end when he was like, "Well, now you know you're gonna go hungry," and they put him in that fucking pit. And when the first movie, you had that fucking stupid ass light that was like, (laughs) and this one, he's actually like breaks apart, and he's like, "You're gonna go hungry because we're not scared, you bitch." I like the I like bitch. I like clown. Well, the thing is, Andy Machete, whose name I'm probably saying wrong, filmed this thing so fucking good. I mentioned in the first review, it's not up to that I level. I love him in Machete. <laughs> it's not up to that level, but when you watch The Shining, I could watch it not pay attention to the plot or anything and just be wowed by how good it looks in the shots. And this movie looks so fucking good, 
on a lower level, it's that same thing. Like I could just watch. Yeah, he's not. Thing. He's not Cooper good, Dude, but he's still fucking phenomenal with what he. Yeah, he yeah. does. He does an amazing job. The tracking shots and the shit he does are just so fucking amazing. And one of the main things I think that yeah. knocked this uh, that that in this movie were that Sammy Sosa bitch. Yeah, that was fucking Sammy Sosa above the original. Mark McGuire before the steroids. The goddamn bathroom blood scene, dude. It was so fucking like just, and you knew what was coming. You knew what to expect, but dude, when that blood flowed out all over the place, the way it was shot, the frenetic camera work, but it still looked so goddamn good. That scene scared me. Fucking I, legit scared me. But the scariest part of the fucking movie, dude, was the shed. The, or the garage or whatever. And yeah. you saw it in the trailers when they're they're doing the clips and you see its face appear or on the projector. Yeah, face appear, but it kept going. And this 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 movie, the movies don't do this to me, dude. But after the scene was over, I was literally like in shock, like with my mouth open, and I, I felt like I needed a break. I I was like, I know, I literally, and this never ever happens to me, but I was literally like, I kind of want to go out and get a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I would have called you the biggest pussy of all time, I, dude. I, you make fun of me all the time. I was like, you. I know, bitch. but I felt panic attacky after this, dude, because you see that scene, but then all of a sudden, I just didn't expect it, dude. Uh, jump scares galore, for sure, in this movie, and go see it in the theater, because the, the loudness and the, 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 the atmosphere is affected by that really well. But when he pops out of the screen and he's giant, I'm like, oh, shit, that's something. But then the next thing you know, he's over here, and he's twice as fucking bit, and he's he's in that space, and he's crawling towards them, dude. It fucked with me. It looked like, it uh, just took me totally off fucking guard. X-Men uh, Apocalypse. It looked like fucking Apocalypse in that dream that Xavier had. He's fucking huge, and he, like, puts his hand, you know. It was. It was, it was, was scary to see in the movie. And, you know, what was... See, that was your moment of like, ha Yeah, I was like, oh! Like, you're like, I'm going to choose not to eat with you. <laughs> it was like, my moment was... Uh, I some waffles. So one of the kids in there, um, Stanley, one of his, um, you know, his big fears is that, uh, well, they don't really explore, you know, because Stanley's kind of a bitch. He's always been a bitch. Even in the original series and the books, and Stanley never really believed in the power of the Seven. You know, that's why... Spoiler, again, he dies later on when he's an adult. But he's always been scared of this... Uh, like the seven. He's been scared of this uh, painting on his dad's, oh. you know, in his office. And it's, this bitch... It's got like, yeah, it's like weird and, and it's stretched out. And he always like does this when he walks into his dad's office. Well, that bitch comes out of the goddamn painting and terrorizes him. And Wowser does it ever because I really... You know, I said this in the hospital and it's true today... When you drink too much and you see that shit, you fuck it and you don't know what you did. When you wake up, you see that morph that bitch like looking at you. You're like, I don't know what I did. But there's a moment in the very end of the movie when he's in the sewer with with the group and he gets separated, which they all, you know, come on. There's there's moments that I'm like, you're running towards it. Like, you're running towards like, hey, come over here. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so, but anyway, he goes off on his own. This thing jumps out of the shadows and when it goes it does this chatter thing like like it's just the way it was shot and looked when it was like the camera's all it, it fucked with you and then they want in and it's so subtle the, the the kids run in the loser the rest of the loser club to find him and he's laying on the ground on his back and this thing is like biting and sucking his fucking face with its all 800 teeth going and, and he's like like doing, the, I'm like, like I, I, I really got fucking weirded out. Like, Mister Microwave, my movie. See, pie. you know, you had, you have a great horror movie when it's not just 
it goes from being scary and you're just like weirded out. You're yeah. like, when did I fucking get to Hellraiser? <laughs> I need a shower. It's true. Like, it gets weird. That bitch looks like someone took the Mona Lisa and put her in one of those museum penny machines that flattens your yeah. penny for you. Dude, her head Somebody was like beat flopping up. and like, fuck out of you. Her head was too heavy, so she just flopped it around and everything. Dude, she was scary as shit, though. But it was funny because, you know, she like scurries back into the, the sewer tunnel pipe. And it was <laughs> weird. Because she does this, she goes like this, she goes, <laughs> and then Pennywise like pops back out. He's like, hi. <laughs> like, it almost felt like he wanted to be like, it's sadistic. I know, but he he kind of wanted to come back out and be like, come see the sequel. Come on, it was like Deadpool at the end of the yeah. Day. But you know, dude, like as far as atmosphere goes, it builds it up a hundred percent. It never lets go. I mean, there are moments that maybe somebody will get taken out of it because they do explore the relationships. They try. I mean, I know we have disagreements. Uh, with probably the general audiences go uh, about how you know they implemented the relationships between the kids, which ninety percent of it was great. Yeah, it was ninety percent was still good, and maybe some people would be taken out of that. They'd be like, "Well, I just want, I just want the scare." I just, but overall, it never stops being scary. It never stops being creepy or atmospheric, or uh, especially um, what I think nail biting, because you don't know what's going to happen. Like you expect. And you kind of think you know what's going to happen because you've seen the trailers and you read the book and you've seen the miniseries. And so you maybe think, okay, that that's going to be around the corner. But they twist it and fucking make it so much different than what it was. You're like, holy shit, yeah. I'm in for a ride, lady. When they go to uh, the... I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie uh, up to the middle of it uh, for the atmosphere alone. Because something we forgot to say in the original review uh, that I was kicking myself for was... It starts in October. It goes to October and August and whatever. But, dude, this movie just feels like Halloween. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it was cold outside today or because Halloween's coming up or what. But this is a movie that I could see myself for the rest of my life popping in at Halloween. And it feels like fall. And fuck, it yeah, it does. The, and that's a huge fucking It makes you want to just go trick-or-treat and have candy corn. so important. And it really does nail Or maybe, that. like, steal kids... So so when the garage scene, like a lot of the stuff you expected and it's just like watching it, you, you kind of know what's going to happen and, and it's great, but you know what's going to happen. When the projector scene thing that we talked about happened before, very shortly after that, they go to this house. And this did not feel like it was in the original movie at all. No, well, the, the house was different. Oh, the, yeah. the, 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 the like sewer complex was different. Yeah, and I actually thought this was the end of the movie. They go into the house, they follow him in there, and... They, he kind of separates him a little bit, and Richie's the one who fucks with most. Who Richie's fucking hilarious. He's my probably my favorite. Richie is really great. Yeah. He's the, better in this than the original, just my opinion. Um, but he, he drops a lot of fuck bombs and cock jokes, and I love that kid. Great guy. But um, he separates him a little bit, and he fucks with each of them on their own a little bit. And dude, those scenes coming off of the fucking panic attack I had from the goddamn projector scene. Yeah, that was still, that was fucked up. These man. scenes were fucking nailing it, dude, and it was just scene after scene of just batshit crazy. See, what I, I think the the main thing to take away from it when you when you're watching those scenes unfold like that is that horror movies, a lot of horror movies just forget the fact that you can put your fucking foot to the pedal and keep going. Yeah. Keep going with what you've got. You've got this great momentum going into this scene and just keep it up. Ratchet it up. Make it creepy. Make it uncomfortable. Make it where people get squeamish in their chairs. And a lot of the horror movies just rely too much on the jump scare and then they're like, okay, well that's over with. Now we'll have like five minutes of a sunshine scene. It's going to be daylight now. Yeah. So you know so, what's going to happen. But when they're in that house, you know, the, the, like I said, you know, the fear factors, like what they're scared of, that all comes back into play 100%. And then they're... Because the whole idea behind Pennywise is to separate, divide, and conquer. 
because he hates this group. This group, to him, represents a huge threat. And the only way to separate and get rid of that threat is to break them down individually and make them, whatever their specific fear is, have that. You know, in a way, it kind of felt like what Freddy Krueger would do in a dream. Like, yeah. he would fuck with you in your own way to get you, you know, to be scared. But I know they did that with Freddy, too, but this guy did such a great job, man. This motherfucker deserves an Academy Award. I'm going to give this guy a CMT Award. And he don't even sing country music. When they go into the house, that whole scene happens. She she jams that uh, pipe or whatever into his face. And he was weird looking like when he did... Like, Just for an example of how this movie continues to roll on with their scares, she jams the pipe into, into his face and you expect him to like wither away or to pop away or be like, I'm hurt or whatever the fuck. But instead, Pennywise has this thing in his face and he's using it and swiping at people with it and you're just like, fuck, it's not gonna... You actually yeah. felt in that scene like, oh fuck, it's not gonna stop. Are you not dead yet, There's bro? nothing you can do, Barbara. <laughs> Holy shit. Just use your coupons and get the fuck out of Kroger. It's senior day. But no, it, dude, it's, it's just time to go home. But then he does eventually walk away and he goes down the fucking pipe. He doesn't just, he doesn't just walk away <laughs> Dude, he does like this. He does this like weird. Yeah, the Mario, the the do 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 do. Like he does this. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no, he does this weird slither thing out the door. He's like, <laughs> but it's like it's creepy looking. Like the way, like it's herky jerky, and I hate fucking herky jerky. He does this weird thing, yeah. and he like goes. He's like, dude, I thought it was. The, I thought just fucking die. I thought it was the end of the film. That scene was so great, and this is one of the tiny, tiny little things I took away from it. That scene was so fucking badass. I thought for sure that's the end of the film. Yeah. This is the equivalent to in the original when he got the they hit him with a slingshot and the light shooting out of his face, which this time they used that that they yeah. use that thing on him but I thought that was the end of the movie and then it keeps going and then it gets really into this fall territory it felt like fall they're, they're catching up with where everybody's at in these moments after they kind of got pissed at each other and broke up and then you go after the mullet headed bully fucker and his dad and that whole story where he kills his dad it felt a lot like Michael Henry, Myers uh, Henry Bauer yeah. every time Henry Bauer was on Daniel screen Bowers. I, I was thinking of Joe Dirt like you ain't seen nothing yet Boom, boom. The rock fight, dude. Yeah, well... That was one of the best I love that film. part, but every time Henry Bauer... Uh, literally, he looked like Joe Dirt's, like, skid mark. Like, he just... <laughs> he's, he's been around. And he drove a Trans Am, guys. He drove a Trans Am in 1989, so every time I saw... I thought that the car was going to skid to a stop in the gravel, and he's going to go, it's like, you ain't seen nothing yet? Boom, boom. Check out this note Brandy gave you. What about some McFries? McFries, I mean, you know... <laughs> you know he was a good bully, though. Like, yeah. he fit that part. And they all looked like, you know, rejects. You know, all the bullies. And there was actually more bullies in this one than in the original uh, miniseries. Because in the miniseries, there's like three of them. Yeah. In this one, there's like six or five or something. And, and then um, you include the girls who were assholes, too. Yeah, there's a bitch in it, too. But he was... Uh, they, they all looked like they smelled like pee and vomit. And they really nailed that part down really well. The gazebo's joke fucking... That was hilarious, it. yeah. That was hilarious. Because, you know... I didn't know that this was maybe when he was a kid, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, if this was in the books, I didn't know, but uh, when he goes to the pharmacy to pick up his refills, the, the mean bitch, the one that, you know, the high school, you know, whatever, elite girl, is there. She and a fucking bubblegum. Yeah, and she's like, um, she's the one, actually, in the, in the trailer you see, when he's got the cast on that says loser, she's the one that wrote that on there, and he just put the V in there for a lover. But uh, she's like, you know they're just placebo, right? I guess her dad's the pharmacist. She's like, they're just placebos. And there's one scene that comes up later on when he's talking to his mom, and her mom's like, you can't go outside and be with your friends because they're all getting back together. You know, the bat signal's been sent out. we got to kill Pennywise. And he's like, I'm going outside. What do 
And she's like, you can't, you'll get sick. And he's like, exactly what do I have, Mom? What do I have? He's like, look at this. And like, he takes his fanny pack out and he gets all his pills. He's like, you can have your gazebos. Because <laughs> 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 that was one of the best jokes in the movie. And it, like, there was one joke that lands the flat as fuck. And that's at the very, very, very end. And I forgot what it was, but it was right when they killed Pennywise off and he was like, no, I know what I'm going to do my project about. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was, was a yeah, terrible was fucking bad. joke. But apart from that, the comedy works. You should have been like somebody should be like less is more. It's like less is more, dude. It's just I, it's the more we talk about it, dude. I like it. Even I, I know. I, I kind of want to go all the way to a ten with it, man, because I I loved it that much that I would watch this bitch over and over and over. Well, I'll float down here. You'll float down. You'll love it. You'll fucking love it, dude. I'm telling you, if you're a horror fan, if you've never seen it before, if you've never seen anything with it or read the books, you'll still love it. Just general speaking, as a horror fan, you'll still fucking love it. Yeah. And as a as an it fan, as a fan of the original miniseries, a fan of the book, and growing up with it, essentially, it's a it's stellar. Dude, I want to give it a ten. Like, I mean, I I kind of want to go back on my nine point five. I know. I kind of want to go back on my nine point five and say, I lied to you. I lied to you. It's a goddamn ten, motherfucker. And now I can't do that because I already put that. I'm gonna give it to a a nine point five to a ten pending. You can't do. I'm gonna go pending. You can't do. I'm gonna give it a nine point five. We could maybe. I could probably throw it. With a, a, I could give it an extra bone. Yeah. Point I mean, five. It's point five, dude. Because we, we nitpick. We nitpick at so small tiny. things, and it's so tiny. It's not even worth the fucking. I'm gonna fuck it. I'm erasing it. <laughs> I'm going with a ten. Well, the only reason I take the point five away is honest to God is because it's so fucking great at that scene when they're in the house, and it's so it's perfect. But I'm looking. It's at, actually fucking scaring the yeah. Jesus out of me, and you've got everything else on top of that. But then the ending, it just. Just when he and they did the spider thing, but only it was just his arm. That was actually cool though. The way his arms like morphed into like way better pictures. When he's fighting everybody at the end, dude, it just didn't have the same just fuck that the house scene had. And it just I felt like it's like I, someone told me when we were in the band a song that we did. Someone someone reviewed our music when they told us they're like the song hits like it's crescendo peak really early, and then there's nowhere else to go from here. Like you're so high at this point, there's nowhere else to go. Well, and I feel like the movie does do that at some point. It reaches this fucking holy shit. This is one of the best things ever moment. And then you have that whole ending you still have to power through, and it just doesn't reach but it's that not potential. I, I don't. I wouldn't say you power through that because it wasn't like something you'd have to just get through because it was still good. It felt a little power through. It, well, it wasn't because you had to, you had to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a little. Do you like Italian sausage? That it was like some sausage. No, I mean uh, the Henry Bowers thing. You know, they had to explain that. Yeah. Which, by the way, it is different in this one. Uh, Henry Bowers doesn't see the lights like you know you saw in the miniseries. He fucking sees his. Dick in the dirt. He sees, a deep, he sees a deep well coming up to meet him. And the fucking grudge bitch being down there like, ah! Because, <laughs> uh, the, um, what's his name? The kid that pushes him over. I can't remember. Okay, but one of the kids, basically, Henry Bowser's dead. Like, he, they push him down the fucking well. And he, I mean, he's essentially dead. Um, so that's different than the original, but I, I mean, you. I'm not saying that I don't agree with the housing was. One of the best scenes in the fucking film, uh, next to the garage scene and some of the other scenes, the, one of the best. But I mean, as power, as far as powering through at the end, it was still good. It unfolded in a normal way that I felt like I was still involved. Yeah. With the, they could have ended it early, you know, and I would have been fine with it. But um, it's just it, I don't know, man. Like, like he he did such. Even when they were fighting Pennywise the clown, when they were fighting him, they were all like beating the shit out of like you know baseball bats and crowbars and. 
there was a full-on final battle scene. Like, Doomsday and Superman were coming at it again, and Batman's just staying in the corner like, I ain't got no fight in this. <laughs> but, but they were beating the shit out of him. And even then, when, you know, the villain's there, and, and there's no more really jump scares going on, I felt I felt like the, the camera work was so well done. It felt kinetic. It felt energetic. Like, it just felt really good. And then when he's like, when they throw his ass down there, he's like... <sighs> and he's like, he looked like he bust the biggest nut since 2013. <laughs> and he's got this saliva coming out because he realizes now that he's not going to scare them. Yeah. And they're like, you're fucked, man. Like, the only way that you were going to survive is if we kept getting scared. And he's like, fuck, yes. <laughs> but I, I still think it was cool, man. Well, I like, do too. I, I ultimately do. I think this movie is going to be a classic. I think it's going to be looked at, uh, at as a classic. I think we're all going to watch it on Halloween when Halloween comes around. And I just want you guys. I know, can't wait to watch that fucking game. Yeah. And before you guys say, <clears throat> it's not because we were a huge Pennywise. I mean, we are it fans. Like we love Pennywise. Pennywise and it movie, great, phenomenal movie. Anyway, but if this movie had sucked, I would have given you. We would have given you the fair fucking honest truth. Yeah. This movie is badass. Too. I went in skeptical. Not, yeah, like, not it, like skeptical, you know, I'm just saying, like, skeptical. if Halloween Nine was coming out and it was just in the same kind of vein of like Halloween Eight, we we'd say that we fucking loved it for a Michael Myers movie, but we would say it sucked overall. This movie is bees knees a great horror it, film. It fucking dude, it, it 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 had everything that you wanted as far as the lore of an it story, but it also actually fucking did something that ninety nine point nine percent of even horror movies just don't do for me, and it actually scared the fuck out of me a couple times. Well, here's the thing. It really did. Okay, so what was supposed to be for Annabelle the scariest movie of the summer, this to me is way fucking scarier. Annabelle to me is more like the Cleveland Buckcrack Browns in the NFL, and you got fucking it, and that's more like you don't want to say it, but you're thinking the Patriots. New England Patriots, yeah, I have to fucking say it. But, you know, uh, that's what they are. Who I mean, we just watched lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. That was a great game, though. It was a great game. I don't know if you guys checked that out. That was a good game. It was fun. Um, we had a good night. Um, it, football, beers. Brady uh, Brady uh, fumbled and, and weirded it out under pressure. What? He didn't fumble. No, I said fumbled. Like, I didn't mean he fumbled the ball. Oh, like in the game of life? Yeah, like he fumbled. Anyways, I don't I don't want to get into it all. You know what? It, it just... Heads and Tails is better than Annabelle. And, it, and, and you know, they, they build Annabelle as the, uh, the the horror hit of the summer. This fucking movie, even though it comes out better. in September... My two favorite movies that I, horror movies that I've seen this year are this and The Black Coat's Daughter, for sure. And then, I Why think racist? I think... <laughs> I think this. I think this is my favorite horror movie of the year so far. It's that, that mm. fucking great. So, uh, and honestly, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remain. A, I'm gonna hold my ten. I'm gonna hold my ten. I reserve the right to give it a ten. I'm gonna watch it one more time. I'm gonna go. It's 10. definitely a nine point five. I think I'm gonna go back a ten. I think that it may be a ten for me. Comment down below. What is your all's thoughts on all the shit that we've talked about on the movie? What is well, your you know, I never would have said. It. You know, it's it, that's rare. Okay, when you talk more about a movie and you get more fucking pumped and yeah. hyped for it, and you're like. Why the fuck did I score it so low? I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be burned at the stake with my tits on fire. Yeah, you do. I think I'm going to... That's the general anyways. I think in five years I'm going to be watching this on Halloween and be like, fuck, I should have given it a fucking ten. I know. You know, when you do that. I feel like this movie's got staying power. Comment down below. What are your all's thoughts? Is this your favorite horror movie of the year? Do you think it sucks? Big, fat... Conan Cox. By the way, if you didn't get scared a little bit, you're a fucking liar. And the only way you wouldn't be scared is if you sat there stone-faced as fuck, mm-hmm. and you're like, I seen shit. And you're like, you're not, you weren't scared as like, I watched the 2016 election. <laughs> I seen the Hillary and the Trump supporters. And let me tell you this, because I know there's always a couple of you guys who just 
just, you just you don't give a fuck. You're, you just want to watch the world burn, and I respect that. But I know there's a couple <laughs> of you guys who are watching this right now who have not seen the movie, who want to see the movie, and are not planning on seeing the movie, but you're don't still going to watch the spoiler review anyway. And just I'm pleading to you guys. This is one of those movies, and we had a great crowd. No one talked. That was great. Everybody was shut the crowd. fuck up. There was a guy, I want to tell you, there was a guy that was the left of me, and I made goo-goo eyes. I don't know if it was his like, girlfriend or his friend that's a girl, because he was. I think he was gay. It was his uncle. It was a girl. <laughs> but uh, it, would be a, it would be an ant. But uh, he did this. This shit was the funniest thing ever. And I knew it was good when he started doing this. Like Every time the clown would appear, every time Bill Skarsgård would do anything, he would do this. He would have like this little bag of popcorn. You go, <laughs> and he would like like stone face, fucking serious. Like not like I'm like scared that someone's gonna see me doing this. He yeah. didn't care at all. He did not give a shit that somebody. He was go, which I'm surprised you didn't do. I expected I, I expected your typical. I did one of these. You didn't watch me do that. I would do these. And no, then, no, I would. You do did your playoff scared. Like something happened. You go. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you make some weird noise you're like, oh, oh, oh. Well, you know, sometimes I do this This is what I like to do like just, I, like cool. the, I like this like, Well, I know, because it wasn't working anymore Because you were getting all angry about it I was it. doing this, I was leaning on the other side Like, stop the, ruining this shit for me I, I, did, I did one of these, I went <laughs> I did see that I, saw <laughs> I, I looked down you did that I look at the fucking floor and then, Because I don't want other people thinking that I'm Pussing out in the theater <laughs> So like they think I'm watching it because I can't see Because it's dark but I'm going this I did see. Something scary happened I just see Jay's head go <laughs> I, I lower my head down Anyway we loved it That's my point though If you guys seriously pay the money I'm telling you Pay the money, see it in the theater The extra sound, the ambiance Give me the money worth it. Give me back my son <laughs> You're going to want to see it. We love your fucking faces. If you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some goddamn wham up in you. Take it. God, you just... <clears throat> you didn't just bust a nut. You had an aneurysm in your dick. I think I might die. Welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And It Chapter 2 has released. Pennywise, you left me unsatisfied. Bitch, your forehead keeps getting bigger and bigger. Shit. It chapter two. We we just uh, got done watching the movie uh, a little bit ago, and then the Packers won. Ooh. So we were celebrating. We're in a great mood, and don't let that fool you. The movie was a bit disappointing in its own weird way. So the actors were great. The the grown up actors were amazing. Bill Hader, all of them were fantastic. They were all amazing, and they did a great job. And their chemistry together was awesome. It was off the charts. It was all there, like everything you wanted. As far as the Losers Club, they interacted well together. There was no problems there. But it was the pacing. It was just the way that the film went from one segment to the next segment to the next segment. You could see it coming. It was like you're reading a fucking Romeo and Juliet fucking play. Like, turn page five. Okay. Now read script. Turn page six. Read script. Not that it was bad. It was just so predictable and it was so obvious and it was so, like, like blatant. And that sucked the fear out and, of the movie. And, and also, I will point out 
the CGI in this film was atrocious as far as how they used it and implemented it in certain scenes. Not that it was all bad, but I would have loved to see, and what I was hoping for is Bill Skarsgård, the actor, in practical makeup effect, you know, uh, having a moment with, like, uh, James McAvoy, you know, having an actor-to-actor moment and playing off lines and playing off situations and scenes that didn't involve a fucking CGI goddamn bat wing coming down and, and tickling your taint. I didn't need all that stuff, you know what I mean? I just wanted those actors to have a moment together, and it's so far, few and far between. I mean, did Bill Skarsgård even show up, or was it fucking Ganges all up in a, in a, in a work in the... That's the thing. They used beer, Bill, beer. <laughs> Bill Skarsgård as a special effect rather than as an actor. Right. And, and I, get, I get exactly what you're saying there. You had this, like, almost generic feel to the movie where it was like the sets didn't feel real, the CGI, like... There was moments where the CGI... It works. It, called, it yeah. called for CGI. The fortune cookie scene, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that was good, yeah. The CGI was like, okay, you had to use CGI to make that happen. Right. And they couldn't do that back with Tim Curry's Pennywise. And it's so cool to see that done. There's moments of, of greatness with that. But there's for as many moments of those there were, mm-hmm. there were also many moments where like you just have like a, just a, a quick scare scene where you have a body with a scary face. And it was like, you could have so simply used practical effects and made that cool but instead you use cgi and it leaks you can see it cgi it right. doesn't look real it looks fake and it takes you right out of the fucking scene and it was almost like they had too much money to make this absolutely packers win yeah here's the thing <laughs> i really wanted this movie to be like a home run hit like i, I and it had all the uh the the variables there the elements there to make it a home run hit the corniness uh, of the of the miniseries with john ritter and, and uh, tim curry and the way that whole thing played out and the way they did that thing like it was corny and it's cheesy but you fell in love with the characters and 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 their interactions together and it didn't have this Hollywood sheen on it. There was a chance that something was going to come around the corner that was going to shock you. Right. It just, it flowed better. I don't know, man. Like, it just really felt like they were selling something too hard. Like, you you already have the established fucking formula. The, it Chapter 1 was great. Everybody loved it. They all know that they're friends and that they've gone through the worst thing that you can go through as children. And now, uh, 27 years later, they're all called back to complete the deal that they made back in the first film. I don't need a cliff fucking note version to get me back in the movie. It's, it almost felt like they were like, oh, so you missed like six weeks of class. There, okay, so here, write there, this down. There's a touch of Exorcist 2. Almost, yeah, 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 almost like, like that. There's a touch of they feel the need to go back and reestablish every single one of these characters. And there's a, there's a scene, in the, uh, there, there's a section in the middle of the movie where we literally, it's, it's almost like if you're watching Endgame and like you know that Captain America is going to go back and get the right. stones. But instead, you have to watch him go back to the same points that right. they've been to before and get the stones. Like they go back to the same points over and over and over again, and the movie's done well and it's filmed well and it's a well old machine, and they do a great job with it. It's not a bad movie by any means, yeah. and I respect everything that they did with this movie. Pennywise gets his; he has a couple. Oh, Bill Skarsgård's great. I mean, he's still great. There's a couple really good scares in the movie. I, I count probably five times I got jump scared. And I don't get jump scared a lot in movies. Probably five times I got jump scared. It's definitely worth seeing. I think the problem is is that when you have a movie like the original. Um, the original It series, even though it's not great and they fucked up on a lot of territories and it was just had a million problems, there was always a wild card with that. Like, 
you always felt like in the next scene, even though this scene was corny and like, Hi, Silver, away. Yeah. In the next scene, you felt like Pennywise might do something that shook you to your core. And this movie just doesn't have that danger to it. I'll, this movie is yeah. so like, it, 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 and it's a really, like, it doesn't really go off the beaten path for what, it, it, it's it's truly a remake in every sense of the word and that it, for the most part, they changed some things, but for the most part, it's basically page by page, scene by scene as what you've seen before. And there's just no element of surprise. Like, you know eventually Pennywise is going to come out and there's going to be a cool scene and there's maybe a jump scare in it and it's all done so well and you give them so much respect for doing it so well but it's so slowly drawn out and there's just no surprises in it whatsoever so like as good as the movie is it just lands as like a simple 7 out of 10 for me I'm probably going to land on 7-0 like I mean not that not that I didn't have a a fun time watching it I I really did want to see the ending to this chapter like I wanted to see the second half of the film this is more like Man, they could have really shortened this up, but anyway. Yeah. So, it Chapter Two, not a bad movie by any means. Not the special thing that we feel like it could have been. Comment down below. What are your all's thoughts? We love your fucking faces. And if you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button. Get some goddamn warm up in you. Welcome back to We Watch the Movie. I'm Mike and he's Jay, and today we're starting our freaking horror fest, horror fuck, horror awesomeness. Stephen King week! Yes, we're too excited for Halloween, so we can't hold it in any longer. Like a little boy on Christmas, we're gonna open up our, our presents early, and we're gonna start Halloween Horror Month now with, with the final tie-in with the last episode of Under the Dome. We thought we'd start off our Halloween Horror Month with Stephen King week. We're gonna do weekly stuff. Some of them have nine days in them, but yeah. you know, we'll make our own rules. We don't live by your rules, world. Don't fuck and, with it. <laughs> so we're starting off with Stephen King week. Just regular. It's kind of think of it like an AMC sort of thing. It's not like a top ten or anything like that. But we're just going to put up movies. Put it up and shut it up. Yeah, this week Stephen King week. Next we're going to do the Scream movies. We got Vampire Week. We got Demon Week. We got Haunted House Week. A whole plethora of fuckity fuck horror fuck. We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. Why are you looking at me, Cloud? It, Stephen King's It. Scary fuck! Oh my god. What? Well, you know, it's a uh, fucking cloud. It's it's Ronald McDonald on steroids. Fuck that. <laughs> it's, I mean, dude, I don't even like, I can see the guy in the picture, because he's going... Don't be looking at me. Yeah, so Stephen King. It, it basically it, it takes place in a small town called Derry in Maine, and all this all these kids have been disappearing as of late. Uh, either they've disappeared or they've been mutilated. Some have their arms pulled out or pulled off. Whatever they have chunks missing out of them. And these little kids they call the Losers Club. They all meet up and they become friends. And it's uh, they decide that they're going to take it upon themselves to find this creature because they all start seeing it and they're going to destroy it. And years later, they have to meet up because it has come back to the town of Derry. 
And yep. it's all started again because it's 30 years ago. It's like Place Beyond the Pines, the Stephen King version, because what they do is like this, this generational gap. They show them when they're kids, and they go back to when they're adults, and they show them when they're kids. It's like every if it was a TV show, which it was a miniseries, if it was a TV show, each character would have their own show, kind of like how Lost did. Like, they specify one character, they all get the phone call, and it's the same thing every time. Like, they pick up the phone to find out that, uh, that he's back, and they're like, hello? Yeah, I, I, I hated that part. Like when they would do it, it would go dun 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 dun, and then they would have a flashback for like what happened then. That's the same thing that the killings would happen though. If you notice, like Stephen King, like I got yelled at by my wife for watching this with my with my daughter, which don't give me any shit about. It. My daughter can handle scream movies; she loves Goosebumps and stuff like that. And I was watching it, and I was, they don't actually show anybody dying. You know, it's nothing really that graphic. It's just kind of psychologically creepy. But you notice. <laughs> Every time somebody dies in one of these movies, it's like, it's, it does like this, they don't show them dying, but it's just like, ah! I think that was because mainly they didn't have the technology to show, I mean, it was also on TV, it wasn't, they didn't have the greatest special effects in the fucking world, obviously at the end of this movie, you know the special effects suck dick, but overall, it was just the clown, I guess, the whole idea behind a clown, I mean, Stephen King played on people's fears, like, what, who's, what, who, everybody's just about afraid of clowns, and they fucking got a great actor, Tim Curry was like the fucking man in this, I mean, there was no way that this movie could have been half as successful without him playing the clown, and that scares the shit out of people's clowns. I mean, I don't like that rubber nose, that fake smile, and that fucking white face. Don't get near me, And then bitch. you got the sharp teeth to it, and it's like, oh, shit. Did that part... <laughs> when, that part when he's, like, in the sewer drain, you were talking about that. We both have our own creepy moments. Mike was talking about this, the part at the beginning of the movie when Georgie comes up to the sewer drain. It's like, they all float down here. And he's like, we have cotton candy and balloons. Come down. Like, that. I would have been like... I, mean, I know he's a little kid, but even as a little kid... And he's like, I don't talk to him. like, I mean, you see a clown pop out of a fucking sewer grate, you're not going to be like, hey, give me my boat. I'd be like, fuck that. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the part that freaked me out so bad. I don't know what it is about that part that freaked me out, but he goes up to the sewer <laughs> and you're like, fucking clown's going to be in there. And then, then he pops out and he's like, come down here, Georgie. Yeah. And it's just like, why the fuck do you have a Brooklyn accent? <laughs> that's why, yeah, dude, I don't, yeah that, when I first watched it, when I, was, I mean, it scared me when I was younger. It's not as scary as now, but it's still creepy. But, still scares the shit. But the whole thing was when that part popped out in that sewer grate, I was watching it because I was by myself. It was late at night. I was watching it and the TV was on and it was dark. My wife was asleep, so I was down there alone. And when that part ain't goes, Soons? Like that way, because his face just goes, Soons? And I, my butt went, Pfft. I was like, it just got, because I forgot it was coming. I was just like, yeah. oh, dude. Oh. Yeah, well, it's the quintessential, like, this movie is really the reason why so many people around our age group are fucking freaked out by clowns, yeah. like, endlessly today. That's what makes clowns so freaky. Like, I would never even looked at a clown and thought, nah, kind of <laughs> freaky if it weren't for this movie. But they, they, they take a huge fear right there, and that you're already winning. Because if you take that clown, and you've got a good guy to play the clown, and the clown is actually scary, the movie is like, choo! If it weren't for the clown, though? Yeah, I don't think the movie would have been half as good. And, you know, yeah. the thing is... I think that this movie suffers from uh, what I like to call plot exhaustion. I mean, it was, oh. you know, it's adapted from a Stephen King novel, which everybody knows Stephen King writes these really long, detailed books. I, mean, I, think, I think the It novel, I've read it, it's like over a thousand pages long, and you're trying to squeeze a thousand pages plus into a little miniseries. It's fucking hard, and you've got to make sacrifices to get it onto film because it's not gonna, you can't explain everything. It's not gonna sound, it's not gonna look good, and I think they suffer from this because a lot of the ideas that they had going through this were pretty good ideas, but they were half formed, they were left, you know, they were vague, they didn't complete them. You know, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't even really know what the fucking it creature is. They never really got around to explaining it. You don't really know why everything that they can see, nobody else can see. They don't explain that really well. They said they get so detailed with like the minuscule parts. Like that, the big stuff just flies by the way. Yeah, like, it's like you took three and a half hours or so to tell this. It's like 194 minutes. Yeah, time's You took all this time to tell this movie, and like you still left so much shit out. And it's like they they 
they, they sacrifice the wrong things. And that's how I many all Stephen King movies are. But that's also what's charming about Stephen King movies. Everything that's wrong with this movie and with most of Stephen King's movies is also what makes them charming. It's slow. It's really dreary. It's really cheesy. But it has these little parts that are like, that freak me out. It's like, it's like Goosebumps for adults. Yeah, I, I, was, I think this movie, I, I, a lot of Stephen King movies, like especially older uh, miniseries TVs, TV miniseries were uh, they're Halloweenish. Like yeah. they put you in a good mood to watch Halloween movies. You're like, oh okay, because you know if you're like watching it on you know AMC, TMC, or something, like it comes on for their 13 days of Halloween. You're like, fuck it, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. Even if it's not that good, you just like, let me let me see the clown. <laughs> just the clown. To the clown. And, and to the clown. And that's the thing. Like through the first act, like there's not that much of it. He only pops up every so often. But when you give a three hour running time to it, the clown pops up so much that every time he pops up, he almost gets less scary. Yeah. And not just that, but what makes this movie so charming, like the Stephen Kingisms that make it charming. Also take away from it and make it disappointing because if you would have taken this clown and I know this is gonna sound crazy But if you've taken this clown and this story and gave it to someone who like made it just like a legit horror movie It was just made to scare the fuck out of you. It was like a Raider or hardcore I mean this was too, but it was just you know someone who really just it, they didn't care about the Stephen King stuff They wanted to make a shining type movie kind of like Kubrick with the shining they could have made a movie as scary as The Exorcist. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, because no. The Clown is like the perfect gateway like look how bad this movie is around it And I, I love this movie, but it is bad how bad the whole movie is around that clown, and, and it's the, because of the, the fear of the clown, it's still this good. I think that they could have taken this movie. I really, I think they could have, you know, used Tim Curry in it, and then made it a two and a half hour movie, put a lot of fucking effects into it, put a lot of creepiness factor into it. Got put, better actors. Got better actors. Well, I didn't mind John Ritter and Jonathan Brandis and Seth Green. They weren't they weren't bad for what they did, yeah. and, and and Ed O'Toole wasn't bad either. And the kids were good. Yeah, that's well, yeah, Brandis and Green. But I, I think they could have really pumped it up and made it a fucking scary movie like maybe maybe not as classic as the extras but maybe like a sinister insidious or something like that i guess actually yeah i mean the, the actors a lot of them there's some like you know seth green and some john ritter people that you know but there's some actors that are unknown there's the, the dude that was in the terminator with the shaky face and sweating mm -hmm. that's it but uh I, I think you're actually right i mean it's probably more towards the script and direction because you've got like these off-putting scenes like they're trying to create the stand by me atmosphere yeah. and you get that and they do a good job with it sometimes but there's just these long periods of just this group becoming friends and it's like mixing the Buttercream Gang with uh, the Exorcist. I, just, I, I, I don't know you say the Buttercream Gang. I was like, oh, would you go to prison? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. But I, and, then, and then those scenes that you're talking about, Charming, I actually liked the scenes when they would flash back to the 50s. And they were little kids, and they were like bonding together, yeah. and then these bullies were there, and all that stuff. I actually wish that they had just made the, the whole part, the whole movie around that whole era. I agree. I think so, too. Because when they were adults, it was just really corny. Yeah, it, That's it, what it got. But you're right. When they were kids, and, and when they were adults, it makes you forget that. But when they were kids, it was actually really That was good. why it made more sense, because when you're kids, you would understand like what you, you, a child's imagination, and being a child like that, in that kind of situation, and how you're going to have to deal with and overcome these horrific things that are happening, it's a lot more poignant then when you're an adult, and even the adults, like the, don't get me wrong, and not all of them were bad actors, but even then they kind of came off like, I don't really believe this shit. Like I don't care. You know, it just yeah. it came off like that. But these kids were so into it. You know, they were like, we gotta fucking stop it and stuff like that. That's you know? a really good point. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about what I was watching, but you're right. If they would just made the movie about those kids, it would have been. I would. I loved it. Really I loved that movie. whole '50s scene, like when they yeah. had. Uh, Hugh Lewis in the news, you know the the overture, the soundtrack from the fifty-ish soundtrack, whatever. Yeah, and then the, the, the fat kid that was getting picked I on, like that, the yeah. bad guy bullies or whatever, stuff like but you that. You know, I was thinking about that. You know, I know. That, speaking of fat kids, it's like <laughs> you know, if, you know, we had a problem with obese in America. If they just slapped this motherfucker on the bags of McDonald's with a stick stone, nobody would want a happy meal. It's like I want another one. I'm gonna get another fry. And face pops out. We all fly <laughs> out here. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Give me a salad. Yeah. Every time he said that, did you not think about the toilet? 
Dude, yes, and it was so weird that they, it all took place in a sewer and he was talking about things floating. Dude, I mean, it got so corny at points that it felt like a Fruit of the Loon commercial. Like, when they're adults and he goes back and he pulls out his bike and, he, and they go riding like two grown men. Uh, not just that, but I, I'm not being racist here, but a black guy and a white guy. Oh, you, we rode a bicycle together. <laughs> we got a bicycle together around town, like, on the same bicycle, like, on each other's Yeah, back. that's what me and Mike do all the time. Let's go to Lowe's. <laughs> Jump on my handlebars. There's nothing stupid about that. And then you got the corny scenes. Like, anytime Stephen King uses light as an effect in the film, it looks like shit. Like, she shoots this fucking, um... Silver thing. Yeah, and, it, like, his head cracks open and this beam light comes out. Well, You're like, why? I actually like the part when he squirted those asthma and his acid, and, yeah. and he's like, mm, I like that part now the only guy like i said that goes back to half-formed ideas so i didn't understand he's he made of light is he a fucking squid because you know and like when they go down the sewer and they're like okay here it comes it's coming and then they go gather around a circle was that part of your plan or did you just want to have a prayer yeah. like i don't get it and then they're like we have the power what i don't get what you're saying i thought you were going down there with a slingshot and two silver things to shoot and not just that but they half-assed some of their ideas like they tried to do them <laughs> they then they, they did steal it from this they tried to do the nightmare on elm street yeah. if you don't believe in him he's not real and they never capitalized on that either it was just like yeah even well, even the clown said that uh if they only half believe i can kill them yeah. Or I can hurt him. I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't get what was going on. I, sometimes it just seems so vague. Like I said. Like and then they was like, well, the whole town is it. Like, okay, what does that mean? You don't really explain it because that town is so ignoring yeah. everything. I don't get it. But I, I think also that. Uh I think it has something to do with that. They each had like their own tragedies going on in their life. Like uh, uh, his little brother Georgie yeah. dies, and that kid's like Devin Sawall reincarnated, isn't he? But his little, his little brother dies, and the girl has the dad that beats her, and, and they've all got their own issues. And I think that that ties into it too. Like once there's a psychological space there that the demon clown whatever can get into, that works it. But the thing is, at the end of the day, this movie's still really charming. It, it reminds me of my childhood when I watch it because when you're a kid, you don't care about plot no. storyline and all that. You're just watching. You're like, fuck, there's that fucking clown. Mm -hmm. I, I watch it with you guys. Was first time at your house and I was like oh. it was bad dude I, yeah. my brother's absolutely terrified I, I, I have a I have a deep rooted fear of clowns myself but I can get over it but when this motherfucker's shining his teeth it's like scary that, go to the dentist it's like but that's all these Stephen King movies they just have these it's almost unintentional these actually like really psychologically terrifying moments well, dude, yeah. you know what actually it wasn't even and this was a strip a strip a strip too this was a straight off rip off of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street this part for me it was anyway when the girl Annette O'Toole comes back to Derry, and she goes up to her old house that she lives in, and she, you know, she clicks on the door, and that old woman answers it, and you know, she's like, she's the clown in disguise, yeah. and she looks like an old raisinette. Eventually, she gets her eyes sunk in, and she's like, like that, and then she runs away, and then the clown's in the door. And it's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then you know, it, then she looks again, and the house is all boarded up. So it was never really there. That reminded me straight up of Nightmare. Also, he lives in like a sewer, like the boiler room. There's a lot of tie-ins to Nightmare. And I don't get it. Like they don't explain. on kids. I get that the it clown has to have you scared of him for you to taste good or whatever. Like he said, they taste you taste better when you're scared. I get that. But at the same time, like when he had Seth Green cornered in the boiler room in the school, why didn't you just kill him then? Why didn't you just eat him? I mean, he had his fucking arm. Maybe he just wants to get him to a certain. I thought maybe he wasn't powerful enough yet. Like I don't get like they didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like why couldn't he just kill him at certain points in the movie when they were all alone and he had them that's true you know i don't know I just, it's just like i said half formed ideas that they never go anywhere yeah, so and some of the lines were so bad one line I could, it just keeps coming back to me because it made no fucking sense that like one weakling kid uh and he's older and he's the one with the asthma and he's running through the sewer and then he's like uh before we go in that room i have to tell you something i've never had sex <laughs> and i can never sleep with somebody if i'm not in love with anybody and the only people i've ever been in love with is you it's you all, you guys, and so I, mean, I was like, "What the fuck?" You is that? A gang in I know. The I was like, "Does that? What does that mean?" I was like, and I thought that his friend was going. I was like, "After this is over, we'll have sex." Like, <laughs> I thought that was what's going to happen, but it's like, why did you say that's like me saying if me and Mike were hunting a monster down with a bunch of other people, and I'm like, before we go any further, I have to tell you something. 
I prefer gum with flavor crystals. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like, just make sure I got that out there. Well, not just that, but all this pointless shit. Like, the woman who, like, sleeps with the boss, he's like, he walks up to her, he's like, <laughs> she's at a, and they're working together, and he's like, don't be nervous. It's a big day. We're about to make millions of dollars. And he's like, he's a terrible actor. And she's standing there, and she's like, okay. And he's like, she's scared to death of him. He's like, rubbing her hair back, and he's like, that kissed me. <laughs> and he was like, don't ever contradict me again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he, then they were laying in the bed together. He's like, I see that you've forgotten your lessons. And he like slaps He's like, oh, it's kinky. Yeah, and she's supposed to be this like strong-willed, like, you know, person or whatever. Why would she ever allow that part to happen? Well, I, I, I don't get it, man, because she was abused, like, apparently all of her life by her dad and now by this guy. And all of a sudden, when she gets a phone call from Derry to come back home, she takes a fucking, like, piece of furniture and throws it at his ass. So slow motion. Like, if you ever touch me again, I will kill you. You know, the way they slow motion it, you would think he, she was throwing like knives or some shit, but it was like a jar of Vaseline. <laughs> it was like, Ugh. it's like, why did you have Vaseline in your room? <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> but I mean, at, at the end of the day, I mean, it's cheesy. It's got terrible moments in it. And it, eventually you're just like, oh, fuck, when is this movie going to end? Yeah. But it's fun. There's certain parts where it's, it's sneaky scary well it's really you know, it really fucks you up and I really think the end just ruins it I mean the last 20 minutes oh, is really fucking garbage like I mean it really does like the whole movie's actually decent and except for the vague ideas and plots that they don't do with but when they get to the end and that cheesy ass monster comes out and he's like oh and then it's like doing the deadlights what the fuck were those anyway and he's like look at my belly <laughs> and they're like oh you know I, then I was just like that is the cheesiest shit I've ever seen in my life and yeah. then I'm like well I'm done how do you take three and a half hours to explain this movie and, and you still don't explain like well, is it, kind of, I know because when it first came on in 1990 I know that everybody was like pumped about it like oh my god we're gonna get to the end we're gonna finally see this big epic moment you know and the clown's gonna reveal himself for what he is because you don't even know what he is he's like I'm the terminal child like, well, okay that's and cool. it was a fucking spider that looks like you at Party City crush that bitch and then they like beat the shit out of it and then, <laughs> and then pull its heart out I was like oh okay so that's what happened and then of course the very end where he's like we've got to outrun the devil and he's like puts her on the bike and they're going like two okay and he's like all of a sudden she's like I'm awake that was so cool that was the cheesiest moment one of the cheesiest moments yeah he's like beat it Audra beat it and he's like beat it Audra and then she goes he's like where are we I was like bitch you're on my bike and you know Stephen King made that character to be just like him the guy's a writer he has the same exact glasses and he actually you know he, he looks the same exact way but no so I mean I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a 6.5 I wanna give it a higher score because I love this movie so much but it's just got so many problems but it's a great like nostalgia throwback movie and it's a great you know horror movie for people who I guess of our age group yeah it's, it's, it's a bad movie but it's a great movie at the same time I, I don't know yeah I'm gonna give it a 6.5 too I just I, I think the idea was great I think Tim Curry was fucking badass and awesome I think yeah. that you could not have picked a better actor to play the psycho clown but overall it's just exhausting the movie is like they don't give you enough details on some stuff and that's crazy because the movie's three and a half hours long but you just walk away and like what you don't have any answers yeah. you're just like what was that about what was this about what was that but overall it does have some decent scares in it, and nostalgic reasons do play a factor in my score so yeah 6.5 I mean if it's on it puts you in a Halloween mood anyway Definitely. It's definitely yeah. a Halloween type of movie. So that's our first Halloween review, guys. Expect a review every day from here on out. Not only through September, through October. That's obvious. And then the first part of November. We've got it all planned out. We know what movies are doing. It's all set. It's square. It's good to go. We're going to celebrate Halloween like motherfuckers this year. Stan's coming at your ass left and right. <laughs> so, guys, what is... Um, oh, uh, what, uh, Who's the scariest clown of all time? <laughs> I, was, I mean, honestly, dude, who is the scariest clown of all time? Is it this fucker or is it really Ron McDonald? Because you really think he's all about happy meals and shit. <laughs> I mean, have you ever watched him? I think he's, he's like, ha-ha, I got a happy meal <laughs> hammer. Come to my car. <laughs> Do you believe in magic? <laughs> you look like Michael Jackson. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, guys, what did you think of It when you watched it? What did you think the first time you watched it as a kid? What about now? Let us know your thoughts on It, and um, 
We'll see you guys tomorrow with another Stephen King review. So I'm Mike, he's Jay. Click that subscribe button, click that like button, share it with your friends on Facebook, and we can all be friends together. It I'm, all floats down here. We'll see you guys next time on It All Floats Down Here! We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at zenni.com.